Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Trico got a little upset that uh, Moon had a jacket on. You yeah. going to participate today? Yeah, I mean, come on. I think you're on my side what? here. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, you going to participate in Tank Top Tuesday? The only reason I said that is because last week you made it a point to mention that it was distracting for us to re- unveil as we were going on the air. So if you notice, three of us were ready to roll. And I, I just a, wanted to make sure that Moon a, was... I sent you were upset that Moon was not participating. No, 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 no. I knew he was ready to go. except for me. Yeah, we, t- knew... we talked about it earlier. Yeah, Almost I knew he was solidarity. ready to roll. Solidarity, Almost. except for me. It's freezing in here. It's super cold. There's no doubt about that. in my spot. Right. In my spot, it's, it's quite... Quite warm. They We're have, all glad you're comfortable. Yeah, I was just saying, you want to borrow my tank thing? Thanks, guys. They have decided. They they have been working on getting the air situation in here right. They've been doing like for days now, for, yeah. for yeah. almost two getting weeks, just right. And uh, they got it right because I could feel this thing kicking on me like crazy. This maybe you should put a jacket on. No, nah, man. Sleeves. Tank top. It's Tuesday, funny bro. that the guy who's not wearing a tank top is the one who's warm. Maybe put a tank top. No, on. no. Here's right. the thing. I'm not warm, which is great. Oh, you're not. Warm. No, you're no, good. good. Oh, okay, I'm comfortable. Fantastic. Oh, thanks, guys. So how is it over there in Sleeve World, man? It's good. <laughs> it's freezing over here in Tank Top World. So uh, whole team's back together. Jeff uh, Jeff likes to take the Monday um, after the Little League World Series starts off. Right. That's what I, it's I just been have to get my affairs in order. And <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Got to delete things. <laughs> make some phone calls. He likes to. Yeah, you, you, you keep the books, right? Right. All the stats. <laughs> Go over all the players. Jeff just sits oh, in uh, a, a pair of his underwear. You like to prep. He just sits in his underwear <laughs> with a score book. You like to prep. You do little, some prep. Little Timmy loves Brad Pitt. On well, a, listen, you want to know what you're talking about when, you, when you're watching, you know? Yeah, sure. On yeah. a brown folding chair. You read up on the kids. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, that's what Jeff was doing yesterday. Oh, man. <laughs> you see this kid? This, uh, what's this kid's name? I don't know where he's from. But if you watch the Little League World Series, 
Yeah, they do like the old player cutesy introduction. Oh, I and, think I know what you're going to play. You know, you're... What's your favorite food? Who's your favorite baseball player? Timmy's favorite number is thirteen. Right. What's your favorite subject? Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the one that went viral last year? It was it wasn't a kid talking, but it was on his little bio when they showed like you know favorite hobbies, playing Sega and well it was not Sega but playing playing <laughs> playing Nintendo Switch and and going rollerblading, and this kid said crushing on girls. <laughs> huh. Hey, good for him. Yeah. Hey, at least he's honest. And here's this kid. Hi, my name's Alfred Delia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. Yeah, he did. hits dingers. He hits dingers. He nice. hits dingers. Wow. Alfred. Alfred. They the call him Big hand. Al. <laughs> they call him Big Al. He hits dingers. All right. <laughs> do we know if he did? Uh, I, he do, I don't know. Jeff, you tell me. <laughs> 12-year-old Little League World Series slugger Alfred Delia was at it again on Sunday where he hit two more dingers in a game with his travel ball team. Smashing dingers. He ain't lying. Hitting dingers. That's great, man. Actually, no, here's the truth. Here's where Jeff was. Jeff was uh, Jeff was on a game show. Jeff left town to do a game show called uh, Jeopardy. I don't know if you... <laughs> Is this on? Uh, is this on Channel Four? I think it is. Right it's after Ellen, Channel I think. 4, yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is Jeff Party. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our show. Good champion in Jeff and Jeff and Jeff. Happy to welcome you to our program as well. Here are the categories. First off, Jeff, 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 <laughs> Jeff, and Jeff. Uh huh. Um. Let's try Jeff for 200. Jeff. Jeff. What is Jeff? Yes. yes. Um, Jeff for 400. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. What is Jeff? That's right. Yes. No, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff. What is San Francisco? No, Ooh. Jeff. Oh. What is Jeff? <laughs> right again. Sorry. <laughs> you got to see the visual. Oh, the, vi- the video makes it a thousand times better, too. Oh, my gosh. It's oh, funny. You, you sent this to me last night. I was I was laughing so hard on, on the first watch. I had to watch it again, and I was crying, like streaming down my cheeks. And, and I, show, I show my lady, and she doesn't even crack a smile. She was angry with me. That I would thought it was that funny. She's like, "This is not funny at all." And I was like, "Dude, you are, was, are you, you kidding? It. This is the funniest." You don't know I was, funny. I was in the tears. You don't <laughs> know funny if it hit you in the face. It. Oh my god, you gotta see the visual. <laughs> I wound up coming in second, by the way. Uh huh. Final Jeopardy. All right, the category is Jeff. <laughs> oh man, so that uh, was hilarious. Yeah, post that video. It's hilarious. San Francisco. Right. Nope. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Jeff. Play, play the last question. Jeff for a thousand. Jeff, 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 Jeff. And that would be Jeff. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, dude, sorry. It's, it's sorry. on the screen. You, yeah, it just says Jeff 800 times on the screen. But you know how, when you're watching Jeopardy, you're used to following along with his... <laughs> Cadence, and as he reads mm-hmm. it, you're reading it on the screen. I found myself doing that with the 23 Jeffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's Alex Trebek with the mustache too. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's old school. school. It's yeah. old school yeah. Trebek. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Perfectly done, guys. <laughs> Perfectly done. I hope you're feeling all right, Jeff. I am. I'm doing much better. Thank you very much, and for everybody, including you guys that that uh, asked how I was doing, I appreciate. it. I didn't. Oh good. I know you didn't. I mean, I punted at the other. <laughs> <side>. <laughs> no, I did. I said, how you feeling? 
Don't bring that disease here. No, sir. Maybe you're burning the candle at both ends. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But I, I woke up about five minutes before my alarm, and I was telling Tones just a few minutes ago, you know that whole thing where you feel like the room is spinning? It mm. felt like the room was... A pendulum. A pendulum. Oh, going back and like forth, it, huh? it, it started really wide, and then it just kind of settled in the middle. You think you ate something? I th maybe. I don't know. The only thing... I had the same thing I always have on Sundays. We always have steak on Sunday, or at least I do, always have mm. steak on Sundays and fried green beans and couscous. That's ah. it. That's your fr that's your Sunday dinner. That's most May Sunday You know what dinners, it is, Jeff? Yeah. Maybe it was just from all that ass kicking that your team did on Saturday <sighs> at the softball game. Be, yeah. That, uh, that could be, yeah. Yeah, I was awful tired from that. <laughs> yeah, we talked about. We so talked tired about, about my uh, 0 for 3. We talked about the game all bit. Yeah. On uh, yeah, at the top of the show yesterday. And uh, Jeff's team won five to two. Very, uh, very low scoring game for a slow pitch softball. Yeah, it really was. Mm -hmm. But the three for a run slow pitch softball uh, extravaganza featuring former <laughs> Cardinal players. Three run uh, win was not indicative of the game. Those three runs to put us over the top happened right at the end. I mean, it was. Oh yeah, it was good stuff. Was, yeah, it was one nothing going into the fifth. <laughs> I was thinking Jesus. about it. I was thinking about it though. Like nobody. No, there wasn't any big, like, home run hitters. Mm -mm. Like, there wasn't any, like, you know, oh, man, that guy's known for crushing dangers. Yeah. Like, last year, I think Jim Edmonds played. And I think Rick Ankiel played, too. Both guys have a little bit of pop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On the rosters this year, there's not a whole – there was a lot of pitchers. Well, Scott Spezio. And... I think Aaron Miles, given another chance, probably could have yeah. reached yeah. the wall because he and came these close. Guys are, and remember, these guys played college ball yeah, and the same where they had a bat. Oh, yeah. Remember, Mulder was a pitcher – but that dude is huge, yeah. and you don't you don't get to the majors if you can't hit a baseball. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah used of to, course. And they used to hit too. Yeah, he yeah. Cr he cr he like crushed they one. Could, mm -hmm. They could hit some balls. Mm -hmm. They didn't on Saturday. No, they sure but didn't. Very nice guys. Yeah, Eckstein can play softball. That's for sure. Yeah, what did he do? Uh, I think he was over. I'm pretty sure, but he every time he came back to the dugout, he kept saying it's the only time I've ever played softball in my entire yeah. life. Same really? for, same yeah. for our Never. guys. Never. Yeah. Remember Mulder? Like, uh, was just like. Man, that thing came in like a beach ball, and I swung before it even got to the plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're used to a certain timing. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to, you know, hitting an 85-mile-an-hour ball mm -hmm. as opposed to an underhand softball. Yeah. yeah literally a, a lifetime of training hitting a completely different pitch. I was saying that field, that composite yeah. turf they got there, I don't, is that, I don't even know if you even call it turf. Grastro turf. Yeah, grastro turf. Grastro turf. Man, that's cool. That's yeah, the new hotness. Just don't uh, don't hit it on a hundred degree day with you know bare skin. Yeah, I'd imagine I, that would I remember a bit. when when I was in high school playing football and we I can't remember I think it might have been Lindenwood or somewhere we we played on a field that had it and it was like still new at the time and I I will never forget an official from the school came in and said to us whatever you do protect your eyes mm. because it's it's ground up. Tires. Yeah, mm. little that's black under, beads. They say they get everywhere. Do not get that. If they, if you get it in your eyes, you're gonna you die. Will, you will <laughs> chop you your will face off. Die. It's over. You will die. This is one of those things. If you hit it and you slide, it takes your skin off, but it stings for two. Oh, weeks. There was no way I was sliding. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I was not. I don't care. You know how we've talked. I don't in care the, if it would have been the winning run. You know how, how we I talked in the past, especially right before the game, where you're like, stick me out in right or left field, and hopefully the ball doesn't get to me. Uh, the one that I caught at the beginning of the game, I guess it was Moons. I was literally saying that out loud right before he hit it because the sun was literally right in my face. <laughs> don't hit it to me. That's why I, I hit it. Look good. Don't hit it to me. And then as soon as you hit it, I lost it for about a second and a half. You look good. Uh, you that's all that matters, you man. You could have dropped it. Maybe you had a beat on the ball. <laughs> I don't know. That's all fake, man.
<laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Trust me. Hey, listen. At least we didn't embarrass ourselves. That is true. That's a win right there. Is that it, is a win right there. Did you guys talk about the fact that there was uh, full-on toilets in the dugout? No, I, I forgot I did, about that. I did, not, that no, I did not notice that when we were there taking batting practice. I didn't either. They must it, have just put it in. They must have like not just put it in there, but no, it's in the it's in the back corner. I mean, you know, I mean, it's in the edge that you're not going to really see, and it's it's got like a little door on. it. You know what? It makes sense. It looks like yeah. a walk-in tub. Yeah. Oh, I saw the picture of you in yeah. it. It makes sense. It really does. But my gosh, well, they don't have that in the majors, but they got it in the... Well, well the, the majors, the majors they, they go, go to, to the, the clubhouse. clubhouse. Well, yeah. There's no, a tunnel. Was, there's a tunnel right there, isn't no, there's there? No, there's no tunnel. Oh, there's, there's no nothing. tunnel? No, it's just a walk-in oh. The only way for that. you to get in there is, is through the outfield. It's through oh. the outfield. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then now I got it. Now I get it. Okay. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. You're not going to have, you know, the shortstop go up to the bathroom next to the concession stands. No, I just assumed there was a... Pardon I me. assume there was a clubhouse. Sorry, there's there. a line? Excuse me, there's one out. I gotta go, I gotta <laughs> no go. No cutsies. <laughs> and it says no cleats in the bathroom, too. He's gonna take his cleats off. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a whole thing. And the cup and all that stuff. It's a, it's yeah. a whole thing. How was it playing with the cup? It was great. Yeah, wasn't it? It's very liberating, uh -huh. isn't it? What? Uh -huh. No, it's I was the opposite. No, you, no, it's protective. No, you're protective. I, I felt a little more loosey-goosey yeah. free. Yeah. yeah. More willing to sacrifice my body That's to all my for the win. Were, yeah, exactly. Were, uh, did you just say your giblets? My giblets were, <laughs> were protected. <laughs> what the hell? It's never been comfortable got, for me. Got my giblets. Well, I told you I got the extra, extra large one. Right. So it finally fits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put that question back up on the screen. All right. You're talking about this one here? Yes. Interesting. Uh, oh, man. Interesting query. Put before us this morning, and I want you, I want you all to take this back to your offices, and I want you to uh, pose this question. Uh, it went away to your coworkers. King Scott, have you seen this? Mm -mm. Oh boy, I have not. Here you go. Put it up on the screen. I'm trying to find it. Here he is. <laughs> there you Here go. we go. All right. Oh, there's a Ooh, picture. That changed. That changed. Oh, changed. It was a million. Now it says two million. There's a picture of a cat inside a blender. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a kitten. Yeah, it's a it is a kitty. It's. It I, is, I, I I don't know if it's a kitten or. Oh, let's just say oh, it's that's a, cat. a kitten. Is it? Oh, it yeah, is a cute cat. It is a cute little kitten. It is a cute. <laughs> All right. Precious. We'll say it's a cute little kitten. <laughs> All right. Cute little cat in the blender. The lid's on. The lid is on the blender. And the question is, if you were guaranteed. Should we do one million or two million? Let's just do, let's do a million. Yeah. If you yeah. were guaranteed one million dollars, we're talking tax free. Yeah, we're talking I mean, we're talking literally a briefcase of a million dollars. Briefcase cash. of a million dollars. Yeah. Would you press blend? Yes. <laughs> All right. You would. Says the guy living uh, in somebody's you know, basement. He's only got a few years left, anyways. Might as well. Take yeah, that'll care live of long, it. right? Nah. Got a good twenty years at most. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. If you were guaranteed $1 million, would you press blend? I just hope it doesn't. Cat in a blender. Tear up the glass. Yeah, you're you're totally going to have to throw out that blender. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a couple questions. Well, it's a million dollars to get you a nice new one, like a Vitamix. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. yeah, then you only have $500,000. You got one of those. Uh, you got a Vitamix? Those are nice. I don't know. I think so. So, do, do so Riz, here's a question I have for you. Uh -huh. Okay. While you're considering... 
what your answer would be. Oh, I know my answer. Does it make a difference if other people know that you did this? That was going to be my question, too. Or if it's just something you have to live with. <laughs> Is it a mama anonymous, or do other people know? Mm. You got to share it on the radio the next no. day. No, no, no. So it's either... Here, so, here it is. We're all not radio people, but you guys would know. We're all we not radio people. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say, know. you know, a group of your friends. Okay. So so it would be, it would be oh, a secret man. amongst us. No, not even a secret. Just... I just do it. So I could tell. I could be like, you know what Riz sure. did? Riz put a kit, like, cat in a blanket. Uh, you, would, you would be on social media so fast. No. I, and like, you don't have to announce it. You don't have to put it in the newspaper, social media, whatever. It's just I did it in front of you guys. Yeah, and you would get arrested. Because somebody would tell somebody, and you would get arrested. For sure. So it's a million dollars, but you're in prison. How long is prison time for that? I'm not saying if I would do it or not. Just type in arrest. Just type in arrested. That's animal cat cruelty. in blender. That's that's <laughs> animal cruelty. Arrested cat in blender. And you could uh, you could potentially get get a pretty stiff sentence. Yeah, and you would definitely be on some list if you did that. Wow! In a case in California, a felony conviction for animal cruelty could theoretically get you 25 years to life. That's in yeah. California. What yeah. list would you be on? The Humane Society the list. list. <laughs> Can't adopt. The, You'd the be on list. the first of all Santa's naughty list. <laughs> yeah, <somewhere>. that's <laughs> the big one for sure. No socks for you. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, I definitely wouldn't do it. I think if you got arrested, that though, the feds would definitely. How about this? How about I say, all right, you guys were all family. Please don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the better question is, would you turn me in? Not, would you turn me in? Not for $85,000. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to upset a guy that's got a million dollars. No, I don't want to. <laughs> and is willing to do that. I would, I, I, if yeah, I was that's put, true. If I was offered that. Guaranteed a million dollars to hit blend with the cat in the blender. What I do? I, I see no difference. Oh, Are man. you kidding? It's a life. Well, yeah, of course. A uh, cat and kitten, definite, definite difference. Yeah. Not to me. Maybe to you. Well, no, I'm saying. I mean, that's like saying infant and ten year old. There's that's a huge difference. Kids. Oh my god! If I gave you a cat, an older cat that had already bitten you, that I told you had a terminal illness and was only have a few days, you'd beg. To be the one to hit the blender. Or, or, or yeah. But if okay. I said this kitten's got a yeah. hell of a twenty you know, years ahead of it, because actually, there are more humane is, ways to do it. Guilty of being cute. Saying all. infant and ten year old is actually being pretty generous. That's like saying that kitten right there is an infant, and then a cat that is ten years old is eighty. I'm doing me. Okay, in my head, this is my question right okay, now. Okay, we're having <laughs> a discussion here. I'm trying to justify blending a cat in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, give him five minutes. Will you? I'm it's surprised the answer wasn't quicker from him. It's a kitten. No, because it's a thinker. It's a thinker. Now, if I do it in front of you guys, now I got to worry about which one's going to turn me in. <laughs> oh, it's gonna now there are going to be two lives. Who's it's gonna definitely going to be Jeff. <laughs> hey, no. Now I'm going to have to take multiple yeah, lives. The cops are going to come for you for some reason, Jeff, and you're going to have to give them some sort of information. <laughs> you're going to roll it's gonna on me? it's going to be blended uh, cat. I saw gonna... it happen in person. Officer's name was Tony Patrick. You're going to roll on me, huh? <laughs> I would think long and hard about it. I, in all honesty, I don't think I could do it. If I'm being 100% honest, and I would think about it. 
I would think about it. My finger would be over the blend button, but I don't think I could do it. Well, what if they said that you didn't have to watch? Yeah, what if what if it was a Bluetooth and you are in the other room? Well, no. Would I have to hear it? I think you still have to get your finger on the button. But you got, you're blindfolded. Yeah, 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 but you get to turn away and then you just throw the whole blunder away. Well, I mean, would I hear it? Because that's going to make a sound. Okay, well, take, 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 away, take away the fact that we're all it's here. It's not like ice chips. It's just you. It's just a room. It's just a blender. It's just a cat. One million dollars. I think they'd be thumping. You are the only. Oh no, dude. There's gonna be for sure. There's gonna be that. There's gonna be that time where it just goes, and you gotta go, and then it goes. Do I have, to, do I have to take the stick and kind of? Oh God! You are thinking so you? serious about this. Wow. I am. Yeah, it's dark. I, uh, it's dark. I, I'm just saying. He's like, he's he's oh, yeah. there. I'm not, He's worrying about sounds and everything. Where I, no, I I don't think I can live with myself. I immediately went, nope, I can't do right, this. Right, I can't even go. I can't yeah, even nope. get this in my head. Oh no, I've to, listen, a million dollars is a lot of money. I agree, but not that's to a life changing that. thing. Not to live with that. That's life changing. I, I wouldn't be able to live with that. Well, that's so, murder. But I mean, so is a beautiful kitten. Life changing. Life changing in a different way. Yeah. Allergies, for sure. I mean, yeah. uh, how about you either press the button and get a million dollars, or if you don't press the button, you have to keep the cat, and it lives in your house. Ah. Now that instantly just went to blend. Ah. <laughs> I saw blend in his eyes. Maybe puree at most, but not blend. You got to blend the cat, or you got to blend the cat into what if, your family. What if immediately? Oh. What if immediately? Oh. Immediately, oh. immediately when you hit the button, this plays. <laughs> And follows you for the whole day. Now, if I get stuff Sarah McLaughlin in there, it's a different story. From here on out, every time you get in your car, that song comes on. You just hear the blender noise of that every time you hit the button. <laughs> Let's not be so quick to go, I'm not blending, okay? Because you'd all think about it. Oh, you would I, all I'd think say, about it. I said, when I first saw this, I said, I would definitely, it would. It, I would sit there for a second and go, man. Do I want to do this? And then I'd go, there's no way I could live with myself if I would. Same here. It would be the worst million dollars ever because I would have that guilt that I just murdered that cat I would cat take at least 10000 and go to therapy with it <laughs> and have a good therapist. There's, there's no way. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Could you do it? No. Could you do it? No. Nope. Could you do it? Yeah, there's no way. What if you were in debt, like up to your eyeballs? Nope. I'm telling losing you. Losing your I, house. I'm telling you. I, I would lose, lose everything. Soul, you just asked I would, I would lose everything. <laughs> I would lose everything before I would do that and feel like this. I would not be able to live with myself. I'm telling what you. What if it's you can't feed your kids or you blend the cat? Now, come on, man. Well, that's the world. This is all now, hypotheticals. Now, now, you're, now, you're, now you're These are all hypotheticals. The cat doesn't stand a chance. Yeah. Would you eat the cat? Sure. <laughs> well, if, if it was no, my kids dying. Okay. Okay. If there was, a, if it, my kid was in a life-size blender and the cat was in a blender and I hit, a, hit one of the buttons, that cat is see you later. Get out. How mad would you be Wait, though if which you kid? <laughs> yeah, if you said no to uh, the million dollars and you let the cat out, he runs out the door and a car just comes over and nails <laughs> it. <laughs> damn it! Can I get five hundred ah, grand? Damn it. Please. Yeah, all I need is twenty bucks and I'll scoop this out and put right. it in the trash. Which begs this question: Would you turn in a friend or family member if you found out uh, something like this? They committed a serious crime. Could we, you do it? I think we've had this discussion before. I think it depends on what it is, man. And 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 that is that was my answer yeah. then. And I I almost I think I remember your answer, Riz. He said, you don't remember "Would anything. there be a reward?" It changes. <laughs> it changes. What what day is it today? Thanks, Tuesday. Yeah. Ooh. 
I'm not feeling as generous. I was today. say friends don't bode well with Riz on Tuesdays. I'm not feeling that generous. Because I think the last time we brought this up, I think you and Moon got into quite a heated argument. Oh, we did? Over this? Yeah. You keep, you're got to be kidding. <laughs> Over this? I guess it does depend on the severity of the crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 100%. 100%. Friend or family member, if you found out they, and there's a survey that was done on this, that asked a lot of people. From shoplifting to murder. And everywhere in between. Would you turn in... Would you turn in a friend or family member? It also would you rat them out? It also depends on... And I know this sounds dumb. But I think it depends on friend or family. I really think it does. Oh, man. Oh, let's say... Uh, Huh. Yeah, mm. give, give me give me a crime and give uh, me the person that did it, and I'll tell you if uh, I turn him in or not. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna say like if Jeff shoplifted. Actually, you know what? Let's say uh, it's all Jeff. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Great. All right. And this everybody in this subject is Jeff. Okay. <laughs> all right. If Jeff shoplifted, no. Moon. No. I would reprimand him, but I wouldn't turn him in. I would say I'm disappointed, but I'm not turning you in. Yeah. Thanks. And I would encourage him Thanks, to return guys. his stuff. What if it was something like, you know, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks? That would that be a different story? 33% so. of people would, would turn Jeff in. I think shoplifted is the key word there. Like, right. I don't think I don't think theft or burglary. When I, I mean, yeah. I know it's the same thing, but shoplifted to me means shoplifting I went to Target is a different... and took a shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm not saying armed robbery. Yeah. Lower priced item. Yeah, I got you. Tax evasion. Mm -hmm. huh. I would not. I would not turn you in. But you're going to get caught eventually. Right. Yeah, no, it's not my business. Scott, tax evasion. Ooh. Yeah, again, I would do the moon answer, not my business, but tell you, seriously, you're going to be in big trouble if you don't right. get that fixed. 35% yeah. would turn you in. Mm. Like, remember all those stories? Yeah. Remember dealing, Wesley Snipes? Dealing pot. <laughs> it's not going to end well. Dealing pot. Dealing pot. No. 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 Because in five years, he'll, he'll be doing something that's legal. So. 44% right. mm -hmm. would turn you in. Hmm. Scamming the government out of benefits. We're getting real douchey here now, aren't we? Yeah. Scamming the government out of benefits? Uh... I don't think I would turn him in, but this is the point where I would go, dude, what the hell are yeah, you, what doing? you doing? Yeah. You've been making be some poor decisions, Jeff. First, the shoplifting <laughs> and the tax evasion. <laughs> is it because of all the drugs you're doing? I think as these progress. Yeah, that dealing pot has clouded your mind. <laughs> yes. I think all of these, as they progress, would be until the, 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 the line is crossed, these would all be uh, like intervention things. Like, hey, man, we, we, need to, we need to do something for Jeff. We need to get together and talk to him hey, and Jeff. be like, we, 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 we need to sit Jeff down. We want to hang out doing? with you next year. <laughs> Don't want to come visit glass. you in jail. Yeah, yeah. 45% would turn you in. Drunk driving. Ooh, that's one that's pretty serious for me. So, like, if I got away with it and I said to you guys, oh, man, I was just hammered. I can't believe I even got home. Blah, blah. Is that what you're talking about? Or what do you mean? I mean, there's a bunch of different ways you could take this. Is it Jeff's clearly drunk and gone in the car? 
Oh, like he's in the car now and it's... Or, it's, and oh, I, I, can, got, I got one. How about, you just drove off. How about, yeah, how about you guys knew I was hammered when I got in the car and then there was a uh, hit and run that I was involved in. Okay. The cops then, had no idea it's me. Oh, boy. Or is that too much of a scenario? That that's oh, that's, that's different. So we're at morning. somebody's house. We're having just some drink driving. Just drunk we're, driving. We're leaving a bar, driving. and you're drunk, and you even say to us like, "Woo, I am sauced." And then you get in your car and you drive away. I, I'm not turning you in, but I'm probably going, dude. Mm. The next day I'm like, "What is wrong with you, man?" <sighs> yeah, you say something by driving your own truck home, and you get in your Sonata. <laughs> I might have a phone call to make. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm in the passengers. <laughs> Man, that's it. That's again, let's we're being honest. I would not turn them in. Putting ourselves in and I'm sure we've all been in the situation. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Where we've known somebody to get in the car that's been drinking and has mm-hmm. driven home. I mean, I bet if you if you sit back and look at it, and I know you know you could sit there and say what you want, but past the legal limit, I guarantee you, everybody has gotten in their car and drove home. So everybody need then you feel if if that's how you feel, you should turn yourself in. I mean, Jeff, if you think about it, if you have two martinis, you're probably past the legal limit. Yeah, probably. You know, I mean, yeah. in, in all in would all, would you would you write them out, Boone? Um, I don't know. Honestly, I I, I can't I I can't say. I and I I feel like we. I've been in the situation a little bit, um, but we knew an officer, and I think someone called the officer that we knew and said, hey, so-and-so left here a minute ago, and he's headed this way. Please stop him. Now, are, I, you, ta- are you talking about, happened. like, so like loaded drunk? Are you just talking about DUI? Just drunk driving. Okay. Well, so, so that yeah. means, again, like, everybody mm-hmm. has done this. You know Jeff was drinking and driving. Would you write him out? Yes or no? Retroactively, or he's doing it now? Both. Retroactively. Man, I don't know. I, no. I really don't know. Retroactively, no. 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 Thank God you're safe. Don't do it again. Right. I don't know. I think I think I would. I've lost too many family members to, uh, to car accidents. But I don't know, man. I, I just I, my, don't know. My first thought is, and it's not because it's me, obviously. It could be any of us. But my first thought is turning somebody in on that, especially retroactively, what's that going to do? What's getting yeah, the cops can't. involved at that point going to do other than get me in legal trouble? So if you're my friend and you're if you think that we're friends enough for me to, oh man, you better stop doing that. Well, then just handle it without the cops. Is my first thought. Fifty-three percent retroactive. Fifty-three percent of people would turn you in. Yeah, but he's saying not retroactively. So you just you just left, mm. and you are not able to do math. I think if if I I think if I'm that concerned. Then I get in the car and go, as opposed to sit around and call the cops. I think so too. Because I, I think I would just get in the car and follow. What's that going to do? Yeah. Hey man, you just called the cops. You could have come after me, or why did you let me go in anyway? Or you know, that's probably what that person would reply to you guys and to me. Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about illegal firearms? Like, what are we talking? <laughs> yeah, are we talking about illegal firearms because he has a, a record and isn't legally allowed to have it? Or are we talking about a machine gun in a state that doesn't allow that is a, Listen, gun? illegal firearms. Just I having think firearms a you're there. not supposed yeah, to have. Yeah, there's a big difference in some I of think that. there's a difference. If I know he's got a gun at home, he's not supposed to have. Yeah, but I think somebody's made poor decisions and has a record and illegally has a firearm. Now we're getting into the, I think I'm going to call the cops stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but if it's a guy with a machine gun that used to own it in a state that Allows it, and now is in a state that doesn't well, allow yeah. it. But I think he's an extremely responsible, he's a responsible human being. Firearm owner. Yeah, then yeah. 
If I, if I know Jeff just business. bought a bunch of C4 and grenades, <laughs> I'm going to sit there and those, go. Those are different. I, if I, I know I'm that Je- Jeff is a responsible firearm owner, and he, and he is, um, I know he's not going out into his woods and shooting. Mm-mm. I'm defending my hypothetical self. No, I'm not, man. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a family member I knew that was irresponsible and could possibly do something. Like there's a history oh, yeah. there. There's a history. Yeah. Or there's, eh, it's a, yeah, well, Uncle Carl just ain't right. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would definitely, in that circumstance, call because you also don't want him to get in a stupid situation where he's out there with a gun and a cop has to shoot him. God forbid he does something and then you knew he had a gun. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that too. 64% would turn you in. Assault. 68% would turn you in. But that's not in Jeff's nature. Mm-mm. Anymore. Jeff's a lover, not a fighter. Thanks, man. I kicked his ass that one time. Animal said, cruelty. No more. Animal cruelty. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. Huh. Kind of monster are you? <laughs> How <laughs> funny is that? Like, uh, you know, what's funny is is go back go back to the assault one real quick. What type of assault are we talking about? Assault. Like, is, is 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 Jeff at a bar and somebody's talking a bunch of crap on him and he punches the guy in the face? That's assault. I'm thinking this is like just randomly punching somebody in the face, you know, okay. as I'm walking down the street. And less, I would turn you in. Less people statistically would turn you in for that than if you had randomly walked down the street and punched a dog. Yeah. 68% would, would turn you in for, for assault. 71% for animal cruelty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if you're walking down the street and you hit a, go, a, a, a golden retriever. What did he hit? A human ass. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not my business. <laughs> and he kicked he the That's dog. not surprising. <laughs> he hit that poodle. That's not surprising. <laughs> walked up and punched the poodle. <laughs> Jail this guy. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> not surprising. Uh-uh. Not surprising. Uh, dealing hard drugs like heroin. Yeah, because that's not going to end well. 74% would turn them in. Just trying to put myself through cosmetology school, man. And then straight up murder. Yeah. You murder somebody, I'm, I'm turning you in. Mm-hmm. What if it's that one person we talked about? Then you're good. <laughs> <Okay>. 87% <laughs> said they would turn in a friend or family. A family member. Yeah. 87%. 7% said they were not sure. 3% refused to answer. <laughs> And 3% said they would not turn them in. For murder? For murder. Wow. wow. That's probably 3% of people who have killed someone. In. Yeah. Those are also a, uh, those are also probably Italians. <laughs> hey. Oh, you're Italian. You can say that. I ain't saying a, a word to nobody. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right. Yeah, post that uh, cat in a blender question to uh, your fellow co-workers. <laughs> And then decide, who to go, then decide who to go to lunch with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Sean Thomas from Imperial, Missouri. Way to go, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Sean thinks he should be chosen since he is a podcast weirdo. And at Mardi Gras, he called out to King Scott, who then tossed him some of his beats. Okay. Sean fanboyed out, potentially making his girlfriend jealous. You know Sean? I do not know Yeah, Sean. the guy you threw beats Oh, to. yeah, him. Oh, yeah, uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yes, Remember, I do you know. like this, and then you threw beats. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Mardi Gras Sean. Super nice guy. <laughs> Mardi Sean. He probably recognizes nipples. Yeah. <laughs> They're beautiful. He says uh, he enjoys our wildly different personalities, and he says, y'all make my days at work more bearable, and dare I say, almost enjoyable. <laughs> Keep on going. Keep on going. 
Well, thank you, Sean. Sean Thomas, the Team Riz member of the day, gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Two first. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. received word yesterday that we're not getting our phone system all up and running until uh, maybe a week or two from now. Oh boy. Yeah, it's nothing to do with like the people here. It's, uh, it's taken a while to get that phone number transferred over for some reason. <clears throat> I guess it's not as easy not as easy as you know calling up uh, you know the AT&T helpline right. and get a number transferred. Yeah, you can't just do a change of address form. No, I, th- I thought it'd be easier, but I told us about a week or two we'll have the uh, 969 dude number working again. But in the meantime, you got the cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show and your emails. We'll get to those in one second. Riz show at 1057thepoint.com. We're going to make our real or fake picks later on. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans in question for, I believe this is week uh, five or six. I think it's six. six week six. Week six. Getting down to it. Sure is. Getting down to it. Also, uh, later on, we'll talk to uh, indie car driver Graham Rahal and funny car driver and his wife, Courtney Forrest. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, two kids from two racing dynasties. I mean, Graham Rahal's dad, uh, Bobby Rahal, won the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. And Courtney Forrest's dad, John Forrest, is, like, is, the, is the best... NHRA driver, I think, of all time. Yeah, they had a TV show at least for a while. I don't mm-hmm. know if they still do or not, but yeah, I'm not sure if they do or not. Wonder who we can ask. Courtney. There you go. Oh yeah. And two of her sisters. I think one one doesn't anymore, but uh, they used to race. I think the sister Ashley had a kid and kind of stepped away. Uh, yeah. But uh, Courtney's sister Brittany, I believe, is like the top. Yeah, it lo- I mean, she's her, in, she's in some division. racing garb. Yeah. Is it drag racing? NHRA, yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about, we have the uh, Bomberito Automotive Group 500 coming up at Gateway. That would be on Saturday, August 25th. It's- so we just had the golf thing. We just had the PGA Championship where the eyes of the world were on St. Louis. And we get another national event, world event, mm. here in St. Louis over at Gateway uh, Motorsports Park. The Bomberito Automotive Group 500. And as a matter of fact, uh, Patrico and I will be down at the racetrack starting at 3 o'clock that Saturday for something called uh, Rumble with Riz. It's a pre-show, a pre-race party. DJs, giveaways, Bar Olympics, 20 bucks to get you in. And all the beer you could drink until the start of the race. Oh, boy. 
So 3 o'clock to the start of the race. God, there's always something going on there. It just seems like. That's crazy. Well, that's going to be a raucous good time. I'll tell you that. It'll be a rumble. Because you know those uh, race car fans. They hate beer. They hate it. <laughs> Hate it. Hate beer so much. They deal with it, but they hate it because it's always there. Those racing fans. Beer, fun, loud noises. Don't do those. Or you've got speed. Oh, speed. Yeah, they hate that. Oh my god, (laughs) they hate speed. Drinking beer quick. They hate it so much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ew! You put beer in here. Ah, you have any? uh, You guys have tab? Is there a fresco? You guys have tab on draft? So we'll talk to uh, Graham Ray Hall and Courtney Force around uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Jeff, emails. I love it when emails start with, please, I beg you, don't say my name, because okay. that means it's going to be good. Perfect. First of all, hail Hubbard, they say. Uh, so my fiancé, son, and I live at home with my dad and my stepmom and my stepsister. Hang on, I have to draw some charts? Yes. Fiancé, son, and he live at home with dad, stepmom, and stepsister. Okay? Fiancé's son... Fiance, son, and him. Yes. Okay. And then there's the dad, stepmom, stepsister. Well, the drunk stepsister tried seducing me last Saturday. Ooh. And I told her with discretion, and I quote, I'm flattered, but my family is impacted by every single decision I make. Uh, she responds by saying she's going to get me to come around eventually. And she is a 9 out of 10, not trying to objectify, but she is quote unquote banging. Obviously, I can't do it, but how do I handle this? Because if I go to mom, her mom, or go to my dad, then the cat is out of the bag. I just wish this would have never happened. What about your future wife? Maybe go to her? I mean, it's uh, you're going to have to move out. I mean, honestly, you're going to have to get out of that house. Yeah. I'd like to know the reason why they're living there. and if they You're going to have to get out. You need to get out. Or the, mm-hmm. You need to figure out a way to get out. Yeah. Or you go to the stepsister and go, no, no, stop. Yeah, I mean, he did. Yeah, you got to do it sober, though. <laughs> yeah, while she's sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he was nice about it too. too. That's a great. That's a great. Uh, a great point too. Say it when when she's sober and see if she even remembers it too. She remembers it. Well, she may say she doesn't. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't yeah, know you need to get out. You need to get out. What? I had somebody's Zimas that night. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get out. Yeah, you need to get out of the house. That's the, that's the only solution is get out. And uh, next time, forcefully say, get the hell away from me. Yeah. This is not happening. Or do it and send it to Brazzers and make some money. There because that is like, uh, <laughs> didn't we I say that was like one of the number like one searches? I'd like to see a picture searches? of this 9 out of 10. Hmm. Yeah, do it and send it to Brazzers. Their email address is... Jay Burton at, <laughs> at Brazzers.gov. No, I represent the them. <laughs> I'll forward it to you. Yeah, I want to see a picture of this 9 out of 10. Yeah, I could, I'll be I the, could probably do some. I'll be the judge you, of that. Would you like to put on my detective cap? Somebody's on the case. <laughs> Next. Uh, this is, hey, fellas, unlike most that email, I am an actual Riz Vangelist. He is an actual minister. Oh. He's been one for 10 years and references the show many times during his sermons. What? Sir, you are not good at being a sermon. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm joking. Hey, hey. Uh, Riz, you were, uh, you were a part of the sermon last Sunday. He was in his office. Sat, about Satan. Yeah, sat down and tried to compare each of you to a person in the Bible. Uh, Jeff Ooh. is Samson. Oh, wait, 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 wait. All right. Wait. Okay. Guess what well, I am. Is this Guess why what you're I reading this email? Samson. Yes. How did you know? It's lucky Before yes. Before. Esther. Before he gives his answers, 
we all know that I'm Jesus. Right? <laughs> oh, <Nope. laughs> Get out of here. The exact opposite, actually. You're the guy on the cross, two down, and went, shut up! <laughs> it hurts for everybody! <laughs> so we've already established I'm Jesus, right? <laughs> Look at high maintenance over there with his dad coming down to get him. Cool, call your dad. <laughs> Biblical characters, who would... Scott would be Samson, right? Samson's got the hair. Mm, I would, I would, I would think so. Samson, thank you. His strength and his identity lies in his hair. Yep. Huh. That's not what the right? emailer said. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Yeah. Who would Patrico be? Well, what do they know? Good point. <laughs> Didn't that Peter get the uh, stomach sleeve too? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> He did. Uh, by the end, Peter did let himself go with it, if you remember. Riz would be Everybody was pilot. going up the mountain and Peter's falling behind. Think Riz so? would be punches pilot. You think pilot. Jesus would put up a tank top Tuesday? I think not. <laughs> Come on, he wore sandals and a dress. Come on. Jesus would be down with tank top Tuesday. He'd be rocking the TTs. He would. You know, the Last Supper was on a Tuesday, by the way. I didn't see anybody in tank tops there. It's because it was so cold in there. That's why. It was a cave for Christ's right, sake. Who it's like a say? cave in here. Uh, he say? says, I'm Samson because of my way with women. Boy, that's wrong. <laughs> I have no clue. Was Samson a creepster? I didn't I need <laughs> verification on that. Saint Creepster. Uh, king Scott would be Solomon because, uh, well, he wisdom? was- Wisdom? He was king yeah. and has wisdom. Thank you. All right, I'll take that one. Wow. Yes. That's All about right. the biggest compliment. This guy is really good. <laughs> I don't know why Moon is John the Baptist because he ate weird crap like Moon does. I didn't know that John the Baptist ate weird yeah, crap. Yeah, he ate locust he and oh, okay. wild honey. He's known for Ooh, wild eating. honey. Mm. He's known for eating weird things. Hmm. Uh, Tony I got is a famous cousin. Tony is Daniel. I didn't know there was a Daniel in the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Daniel yeah. eaten by lions? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> wasn't he? No, it was he, Daniel in the lions den. He was yeah, not he eaten. Was by eat- lions. Oh, he was yes. not eaten. Oh, yeah. it, because he always makes the best out of a bad situation. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> and I am... You're going with Jesus? Jesus you got to uh, end it here. Not according to our Riz Vangelist here. <laughs> Riz, no, you are not Jesus. He just assumed that you... <laughs> <laughs> he got it. You got it right. You know the show. <laughs> you would be Moses. Oh, I'll take it. Be- I'll take it. <laughs> because you would lead God's people out of Egypt and then hold it over their heads forever. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is smart. Yeah. And occasionally you bring us Might the rules from the you big guys. <laughs> Might I remind you guys that I brought you guys out of slavery? Okay. Yeah. Well, it's funny enough. Occasionally you do disappear and you don't let us in on your meetings with the big boys, and then you come back with some uh, with some rules for us. Yeah, on stone tablets. New rules. Going up to the mountain. <laughs> Going uh. to talk to the guy upstairs. So I'll be back with some new rules. Daniel, oh, huh? Man. Good for you, man. And then he uh, is that good? I don't yeah. know. Sure, man. Yeah. Okay. And then he brags that his wife uh, submitted for real or fake and uh, and and this fooled all of us. Yeah, I like this guy. Ever. What church yeah. am I going to now? <laughs> church is this? <laughs> I don't know. I am in search of a home. Is it something in his garage? Is he doing <laughs> something be. in his garage? <laughs> yeah, it's the, the spaghetti monsters or whatever they're doing. Whatever that is. <laughs> the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, yeah. <laughs> where they wear the apostas trainers on their heads. Yeah. And there are license photos. Next. Hey, guys. Saw y'all at the ball game on Saturday. Had a blast. We were the ones who came up before the game and got everybody's autograph. Right at the right at the fence where we were yeah. warming up uh, out in the outfield. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very nice. Gotten to meet you guys a few times before at the Eaton Treat event and the bank opening in Edwardsville. 
had to write and tell you not only how awesome the game was, and Jeff looks like an amazing athlete. I put that in there. It's been our best date oh, so really far. They didn't really write that. No, they didn't oh. really write that. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a date night for them, and they say it was the best date night so far, but also want to apologize on behalf of the boyfriend, because if you guys remember this, when we met him, what was he wearing? A fedora. Oh, oh I, that's right, I, the first time. I, when I, I told him that. I was going to ask if we could talk to you guys, he said, and I quote, oh, crap, Rizzuto is going to hate me because I'm wearing a fedora. I didn't even notice. You know, oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, but you know why? Because thought. he rocks the vibe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it totally worked on he, him. He, he had a big he beard, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, big beard, yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, you know what? It was. He pulled it off. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I, kept, I think she was the one that kept calling me her boyfriend of the future, I think it was, because I look like an older version it's of a, him. Yeah, that's yes. right. It's a very rare... Rare instance, you run into somebody that actually could get away with a fedora. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Matt. Would you yeah. say he was fedorable? Oh, <laughs> he was fedorable, yes. Oh, oh my gosh, I've never heard that. <laughs> That's pretty good, Daniel. It's like spotting Bigfoot. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, pretty good, rare. Daniel. Very rare. Very yeah, rare. we all go by our biblical names yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay, Moses. Uh, hey, guys, uh, I was listening to the podcast from this morning. Riz started talking about a quote-unquote scare he had with Chesterfield police officer at 3 a.m. Yeah, I didn't on tell Wild you this. On Wild Horse Creek Road. Driving in on Wild Horse Creek. Drove past Chesterfield uh, Elementary. Know it. And uh, there was a police officer in a Chesterfield police SUV. Lights off, facing the road. I drove past, had my cruise control set. At 47 miles an hour. Drove past. As soon as I drove past, he pulled out. And I said, oh, oh. <laughs> I made that sound. Oh. <laughs> and he didn't have his headlights on right away. And then he turned his headlights on. And I went, oh. Oh, man. Made that sound. And even though you know you're doing nothing wrong, it's still 3 o'clock in the morning. You go, do I have all my affairs in order? <laughs> do I have, uh, you know, my... Uh, I'm thinking my insurance card is in the glove compartment. I didn't do anything. There is some sort of phenomenon. I think Moon's talked about it before, to where when there is a cop behind you, not, not you know, lights on on top of the car, you start blinking a million times more than you, not oh, a million, is it? but a bunch more than you normally do. Like yeah. there's some sort of phenomenon. Where They're you good for posture. You sit up straight. You sit up straight, mm -hmm. and and you and you you make sure. You know, you don't weave at all. You want to give no excuses. <laughs> yeah. Like, even though I'm, I'm, you know, perfectly sober, within my rights, doing nothing wrong, not even speeding. You still worry. Is my, are all my taillights working? Okay, go ahead. Well, I, real quick, I had a difficulty following your story there because you mentioned passing in elementary school and the one... Jeff pops up and goes, know it. Yeah. And that oh, creeped me out God. just enough. Driven past it. <laughs> he did say that. He goes, know it. it. Wow. I know it very well. Something, something elementary. <laughs> know it. I know oh, it. Room 102. That was, what? That was an N-O, no. Not a K-N-O-W. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a tree across the street with a very strong branch. Which you can see. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. And go anyway. <laughs> This email is not about me or that. Uh, I this Our email says, I have to confess, that cop was me. No. Oh. Riz wasn't doing anything wrong. It was just pure coincidence that I pulled out uh, behind him. And when I, I ran his plate. I knew, I knew that was happening. Because he got close enough. It came back in his name and everything was fine. 
He of says course. he had a mini fangirl freak out as he is an <laughs> avid listener. Wanted to pull him over just to say hey, but had no legitimate reason to do so. And I that would have be slightly unprofessional. My bowels. <laughs> <laughs> so, so next time you see him, just go whoop whoop and then leave. No, don't do that. <laughs> that should become a thing, you know. No, no. <laughs> he no, was even, I knew he got close enough to run my plates. He was even more excited that he got the shout out on the show in the morning. Well, thank you for what you do. And wanted and to you let you do. know you were doing absolutely nothing wrong. It was just bad timing. He loves the show. And uh, long midnight shifts are much more bearable. Well, thank you. Yeah. We met a, 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 a police officer at the game on Saturday from uh, Florissant. Were you with me? I got a Florissant police officer. Very possible. Was he in uniform? No. Uh, maybe then. I don't know. No, I want to say hi to the guys up there, up in Florissant. Hello. Hey, oh. Totally remember. You don't remember anything. Next. We played softball? Uh, <laughs> now that Patrico wears a seatbelt, I think it's time we give him endless ish about the selfies while he's driving. Are you, ten- are you taking selfies while driving? When I'm stopped, sure. But when I'm driving, Not no. Not while in motion, you promise? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll well, turn you in. As long as he promises. Yeah. I'll Some- turn you in. Somebody yesterday, when I posted that photo on Instagram, put one of the meanest comments I've ever seen. Oh, tell me. So I put on there. What did I write? I put, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I put, hey, um, and they deleted the comment after I commented back to them. I put, hey, try and guess what song I'm listening to. Because the windows were down. It was nice out yesterday. I said, try and guess what song I'm listening to. And somebody put, like, the little musical note, bloop, and then put, Sorry, tell the kids that dad's dead because he took a picture while driving. And then put another music note. And I put, what a morbid, terrible thing to say. Well, wh- did you take a picture while you were driving? No. Okay. So- I was at a stoplight. And I put, I put, wow, I was at a stoplight. This is a terrible thing to say. And they put, can't take a joke. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's probably somebody writing that thinking it's funny. And then when you see it in writing, you go, ooh, okay. Well, and no, they didn't because yeah. then I commented back and they said, well, you can't take a joke. Ah, uh, see. And I was Sometimes like, this is a horrendous thing to say to somebody. Sometimes like, comedy doesn't translate, you know, in a, however many characters. Wishing a child their father is dead. Hilarity. Like, what? And there is isn't it? even a song titled that. No. <laughs> there might be some I, sort of I, remix. At least not on Spotify. I, Jefferson Airplane didn't have a song <laughs> like that? <laughs> I think that's one of those, <sighs> you put it out there, and then somebody reacts wrongly, and you go, ooh. Yeah. No, this person was all in. They they tried to defend themselves. Mm. And then I was like, man, this is a... Te- I go, you are they a... They deleted ter- it, though. I so. believe you are a terrible person. And then they deleted the entire comment. If they deleted it... That's a walk back. Yeah, it seems like a bit of a walk back. Yeah. If he was really all in, he would have left it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a douchey thing to do. I can even tell you where I was yesterday when I took that. I was on the off-ramp getting on Highway K from 70. What's up? Well, what song were you listening to? You ain't gonna like it. It was uh, "Body Like a Back Road" by Sam Hunt, little country tune. Correct. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's it called? Uh, "Body Like a Back Road." Oh, you know. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Body like a back road, like a back road body. That's not it. No, you guys are all wrong. Trucks. You guys are all very. Didn't even tell it was raining. Incorrect. Her skin feels like gravel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. is one of my favorite lines of the oh, song. Yeah, the back road song, yeah. <laughs> You're wrong too, Scott. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Don't take selfies while driving, okay? All that's, you. Okay? Overall, that's what we should do is not right. that. Yes. Moses <laughs> says it. Actually, let's just stop with the selfies, period, okay? No, no more selfies? No, <laughs> that's That's your thing because you don't like fun. But he saith. No, I like fun. 
I had fun on Saturday. So you think I don't like all fun. I don't like most fun. <laughs> I was going to say, it's tough. It, it would be easier to list the things that you find fun than you, or that you don't find fun. You know what I mean? You find Go 90... ahead. Throw something out. Throw something out. Throw something out. Go ahead. I'll tell you if it's fun or not. Uh, let's see. Floating. Love it. Okay. Fun. Floating with other human beings. I, if we're being honest, yes. fun. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Taking a selfie while floating with other human beings. Not fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now we're just, yeah. What makes it See? a di- What's the difference? That's <laughs> eh, a selfie. <laughs> it's not, you know what? I, I just, I just decided. It's not that you think everything is not fun. The things that you find not fun... I find extremely you, not fun. You find them so not fun. <laughs> You're all in on the unfun you are, part. You are yes. so in on the not fun. You're typing unfun. Uh, you literally, you literally just said, selfies are not fun to me. Let's stop with the selfies. I Everybody. had uh, lunch with my kids. That was fun yesterday. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had lunch with them because there was no selfie. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I forgot you're I didn't alert everybody. You're lying. I forgot to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, was, I should uh, retroactively. I'll just take a picture of the receipt so you guys believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Lunch of the family. Prove it. I see no selfie. <laughs> see, there you ah, go. Damn hey, it. There you go. Something what? you don't find fun. Social media. This is my social media right here. This right here is I'm on social media every day. It's called the radio. Thank you, Scott. Write that down. All right. <laughs> He's actually writing it down. <laughs> I just got that tattooed on my butt. Team Riz, September 23rd, Forest Park, all to benefit the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. It's the 5K run. It's the walk. It's a family affair. Join Team Riz at 1057thepoint.com slash purplestride, 1057thepoint.com slash purplestride. If you raise minimum 50 bucks, minimum 50 bucks, you get that premium Team Riz t-shirt. And those things are sweet. And it's a great cause, by the way. And we've seen this event over the past, what, we've been doing this four or five years now? Yeah, you say it's a big event and it's an important event. And I think it's very emotional every year for so many people. Well, the event has grown and grown and grown. I mean, thousands of people there last year. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we want a bigger team. So, join Team Res. It's a great event. 1057thepoint.com. Slash purple stride and uh, help to fight pancreatic cancer, find a cure, and uh, support support those who who have it or have mm-hmm. uh, have gone through it. Yeah, man. If you ever decide and if you're on the fence on it, just come sometime and just see all the emotion and see survivors. Oh, the survivors. Yeah, oh, oh that's great. When they call the survivors up to the stage, that's always a great part of the uh, part of the day. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So there was a drug deal 
in Brentwood. That went bad yesterday. And this was off Brentwood Boulevard near Strassner. I know exactly where this is. Two people met in the parking lot of the Mid-County YMCA. Which, that's a, that's a very nice YMCA right there. I don't know if you've ever been there. Mm-mm. You don't hang out in the locker room there, Jeff? Not anymore. I mean, never have. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, the deal went south. And the buyer was beaten, dragged across the street to Memorial Park, and locked in a bathroom. And the drug seller then got into the buyer's car and drove off. Goodbye. Okay. And this was not far away from where a woman was carjacked in July. That was a couple blocks away on Swan Circle. We always say, do these parking lot purchases, you know, in the parking lot of a police police station. Yes. (laughs) Or at least a quick trip with a police substation. I mean, that's safe. You got to be safe. We always say that. (laughs) Yeah, oops. I think that's the third kind of violent crime that's happened in Brentwood in the past couple months. Speaking of carjacking, police are looking for the guy who robbed a woman yesterday morning just after 6.30, almost uh, almost 7 actually, in the 5500 block of Waterman Boulevard. That's in the uh, DeBoliver Place neighborhood, just north of Forest Park. The woman was parked uh, when uh, a guy riding a scooter Rolled up, pulled out a gun, demanded her stuff. There was a struggle. But the a-hole robber ultimately got the woman's purse, got her phone, and her 2016 gray Honda Civic. I, I, you know, I don't know if this is one of those uh, bird scooters. It just said scooter. Oh, yeah. It just said scooter. I, I mean, hmm. it's in the area where they're accessible. So suspect is a black guy between 16 and 20 years old, five foot five to five foot nine, thin, wearing a box cut brown jacket, white shirt, blue jeans. My uh, my buddy Jeremy, who you guys all know, he's he works downtown and uh, he says him and his fellow office mates use those scooters all the time. He says they're awesome. Yeah, I can, yeah. especially yeah. if somebody that works downtown, they're awesome. You want to go, you know, let's say we were still at Union Station and they were right out front and we wanted to go somewhere to eat in, on Washington. Oh, my Washington. God, I was so used it. Whoop, mm-hmm. see ya. And then you so just it's come like a back. dollar. Yeah, done. Great idea. He says they're awesome. I said, next time I'm downtown, I don't know when that's going to be, but I'll take you up on a scooter ride. Me and you. Got to cruise down to the arch. Both of you on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. Oh, I wouldn't doubt I it. I saw it at a Forest Park a couple weekends ago. Enough juice in those to carry two people, huh? Yeah, it was a thin woman and a and a... And a a dude. Mm. And they were both on one. What are they, a dollar? It's like a dollar a half hour? Something like that. Very mm-hmm. reasonable. Yeah. We were talking about, <clears throat> pardon me, we were talking about charging them, you know, and how we said that uh, I think they go around and kind of collect them. Yeah. yeah, they swoop them up. I think you get paid to charge them. Yep, that's what I That's what I found out. What do you, what do you mean? So like, somebody said, I think it was a friend of Scott and I's that lives downtown, and they were, actually, no, I think it was Video Ben here that was uh, was telling us that, there's some sort of program where you can get paid well, or get you round credits them up. or something if you round them up and take them to these charging yeah. stations. Hmm. So some of these guys will go around Pretty and sweet. like, yeah, race after them late at night and collect a whole bunch and go. I was uh, just reading, you know, that Ofo company, they had the bikes. They were the big uh, yellow bikes around town. And then they pulled out. Now they're trying to figure out what all the bikes are. 
Oh, so like the, the river? Co- like so so the, the company is no longer in St. Louis, but they're like, all right, we're missing no, 500 bikes. No, what they wanted to do was they wanted to give them to like underprivileged kids. Oh, gotcha. And they like can't find them. There's like a, a program. Great, man. And a lot of them are gone. Like just at mine. Our company's not in St. Louis anymore. Half of our product is. <laughs> but we're we're no longer there. Yeah, they were going to give the bikes to like underprivileged kids. I tell you, when I I was driving on 44 once, saw a bike in the back of, of a truck yeah. going out, <laughs> no going west. Right? No, nope. Be, being driven by an underprivileged kid. And, so, and nope. somebody that's working at Ofo is going, man, this guy is cruising on this Ofo bike. <laughs> he is zooming. It was on 44 and, and, for and uh, uh, going through Valley Park in the back of a truck. A police in Granite City uh, arrested a guy after he was seen outside an abortion clinic with a rifle. This was on Saturday. Police were called Saturday morning after 27-year-old Kevin Brooks was seen near the Hope Clinic in the 1600 block of 21st Street in Granite City. Kevin is from Springfield, Missouri. He was taken into custody. Cops seized his rifle. And they were saying it wasn't a uh, like an AR rifle. They made sure yeah. to, to mention that. But uh, you see his mugshot, and you go, "This guy has a screw loose." Yeah, he's yeah. not. He, there's something wrong with him. He, yeah, he's, he's not traveling quite a way to do something. Ain't wanted. right. Yeah, over there. He's been charged with aggravated unlawful use of a weapon. Uh, St. Louis County Police are asking for help finding a woman passing bad checks in Florissant. I actually saw this posting by the uh, county police, which was it was actually kind of comical the way they put this. So between June 16th and July 17th, this woman used checks from a closed account belonging to the city of Kinlock. I don't know what store she went into, but she did it a bunch of times. The woman is, uh, it's a white woman, thin build, blonde hair, and trying to guess her age. And this is in a tweet. County police said she was, quote, too old to be wearing Aeropostale. <laughs> oh, I've seen this. I saw this picture. And they're correct. Yeah. They are correct. Each time she was spotted leaving the scene at a four-door silver Hyundai Accent, either a 2001 or 2002 model, the front passenger side hubcap missing, and there was a guy behind the wheel during the incidents. But I love that. Too old to be wearing Aeropostale. <laughs> and they are correct because... Perfect description. <laughs> I tell you what, the uh, the police uh, municipalities around here get cutesy on the on the uh, on the social media lately. You know what though, people? If that's what it takes for people to pay attention to them, I agree. Get I like cutesy it. Cutesy as can be. I like it until I'm the subject of it. I like it. I like it. I I can't. You know what? It would not surprise me, Jeff, if somebody was like, "Local creeper found in the woods." Blah, 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 blah. And they use like a hashtag, not Jeff Burton. That would not surprise <laughs> Oh, that would be great. That would not surprise me. <laughs> would be appreciated, officers. Thank you. We're it describing the man as. Yeah, thank as, you. As, you said wood? <laughs> we're describing the man as five foot four, 241 pounds, blonde hair, blonde beard, looks nothing like Jeff Burton. Yeah, at, so. at J Burton 1057, not a suspect currently. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Currently. Yeah. We but, he is, twi- hey, but he's you know being questioned because they're going to ask Jeff and go, do you know this guy? I see that guy in the woods all the time. <laughs> you know what, though? We would we would see that we would retweet it and more people would see it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's that's their that's their plan behind this. So you, twenty two year old guy who normally wouldn't retweet anything that the St. Louis Metro Police Department tweets out, sees this and goes, "Oh man, that's funny." Too old for yeah, Aero Post out. It's, it's, it's attention grabbing. 
Yeah. You know, if you notice, I, I do as much as I, as much as I can when I see that stuff. I do retweet it from the uh, Rich Show account. Yeah. Even that ring doorbell crime mm-hmm. from a couple weeks ago, where that that guy was uh, caught taking the package off the uh, off the front porch. I try to retweet all that stuff. You never know. The right person sees it. And that's a great instance of the right mm-hmm. person saw it and look what happened. The right person sees it. Mm-hmm. Hey, got some more details on the kid who almost drowned in the pool at uh, Lumiere Place, the hotel. Nine-year-old kid. His family says he was underwater for two minutes. Two minutes before being given CPR by hotel staff. And the family also said that the hotel pool was missing safety devices. Now, I think the law is if the pool is over 2,200 feet long, I, I, does that sound like a lot? Does that sound 2,200 feet long? Yeah. Yeah. Or is so, it 200? So I'm sorry. T- I'm, maybe 220 feet long. Public pool law, Missouri? Is that what you want me to look at? 2,200 foot, dude. That's a river. Yeah. What was it? it was, maybe it was 220 feet. Requires a lifeguard, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> How tall is Everest? <laughs> um, Lifeguard, no lifeguard. Uh, no lifeguard warning? No, that's not it. But I don't think this, this pool uh, was within that to have a lifeguard. But there should have been like a rope or, you know, sometimes they have like the grabber or the mm. reacher, you know, mm-hmm. the long pole yeah, yeah, with yeah. a little curved end. The family says there was none of that there. And because of swelling in his brain, the kid experienced 11 seizures before being stabilized. He is in critical condition, but improving, which is good news. And the hotel said that an investigation is ongoing. And the St. Louis Police Department said... The child abuse unit is investigating as well. One story I read from a witness said that an employee said she noticed something on the the floor of the pool and kind of ran away screaming. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Where another employee fully clothed jumped in and and grabbed the kid. 2,000 square feet. 2,000 square feet. There we go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. See? I mean, that, that's a little bit. It says, right. for a swimming pool, less than 2,000 right. square feet of water surface area, a minimum of one lifeguard shall be provided. Square feet. When you the are, swimming pool exceeds 2,000 square feet. I was feet. in the neighborhood. You were so close. Just yeah, one just I was in the neighborhood, guys. Almost the same. <laughs> Innocent mistake. I was in the neighborhood, guys. Minor detail. Big difference. <laughs> square feet. Yeah, come on over. We got a 2,200-foot pool. We have a, 1,100 lifeguards. Like, where do you live? <laughs> we want the zip code. <laughs> where do you live? Hey, um, St. Charles City Council met yesterday. And uh, this whole smoking ban up there is a hot button issue. And it's complicated. And I'm going to try to break this apart for you. It's it's very, very confusing. I was I read the same article twice and got two different things. I'm going to try to break this down for you, okay? Stop me if you have any questions, okay? Hopefully I get this right. So the St. Charles County Council voted yesterday to wait on making a decision on these measures to ban smoking until the next meeting, which would be later this month. 
So last night was all about debate. So here, here's the deal. There's a possibility of two ballot measures to ban smoking inside businesses, uh, which could be on the ballot in November, which the residents of St. Charles County will vote on. Right now, St. Charles County does not have a smoking ordinance. So in theory, people could smoke in office buildings, you could smoke at a bar, you could smoke in a restaurant, wherever, in theory. There are two cities in the county that have already gone smoke-free, O'Fallon and Lake St. Louis. Now, there's an organization called Smoke-Free St. Charles County. They collected 34,000 signatures with the help of about 40 other community organizations, including the American Heart Association. They're trying to get a strong smoke-free ordinance on the November ballot. No smoking anywhere, no exceptions. So they're trying to get, they collected enough signatures. I think the council has to prove it. And then it'll be on the ballot for voters in November. Now, some county councilmen are proposing another smoke-free ban. Now, what would the problem, thinking guys, what would the problem with the first ban be? If you had a guess. It's just too all-encompassing. What is in St. Charles County? Casinos. Casinos. Ameristar. Now, these other county, uh, the county councilmen, another smoking ban. This one, though, has exceptions that would allow smoking in places like Ameristar and bars and other businesses where customers must be at least 21 years old. And bars and restaurants could also allow smoking in over 21 ventilated areas that are physically separated from non-smoking sections. That's, that's measure number two. So... Both bans could make it onto the ballot. It's also possible that both bans could pass. What the hell would happen then? Yeah, I don't know. More meetings? My, uh, listen, I, I, th- that, I think... And, and that's the... Confu- like, what if they both pass? And they may. I think it should be... If you want to make an exception, then it should be the casino, and that's it. Not the 21 and older, not the, no, 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 like, just just the casino, okay, fine. But other than that, let's just, I mean, it's 2018, and I think there's enough places around the area where it's non-smoking, where smokers have been fine with stepping outside or going into the covered patio or whatever the case may be, and then coming back in. I know bar owners that will say, and, I, and I've met a bunch of these bar owners that have said, like, Oh, my bar would close immediately if we got rid of smoking. My regulars would not come back. Not if everywhere did. If everywhere did, they have no choice. Right. So it's not like they can go right next door and go, yeah, I'm going to this I bar know of instances where they've passed smoking bans in the municipality and everybody was like, oh, we're going to close that. And then it never happened. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was fine. Remember the... the or at the, the same f- time, it's, it's hey, government hands off. If my bar is going to be smoking, then... You know what? I'm going to have smokers come to my bar. If you don't like it, then don't come here. Have you ever not gone somewhere because it was not, or because there was smoking allowed? 100%. Or, or vice yeah, versa? Yeah, I have. have yep. You? I have. Now and, as a non-smoker, yes. And look at the fear that the state of Illinois had. Do you remember when that first got into effect? The fear that those bar owners had where I'm never going to make another dime. This is going to shut me down. And guess what? They're doing just But fine. now with this case, though, in this situation... If there are enough smoking bars close to St. Charles County, 
where smokers could go, then. But where is it? But where is it? There's really not. But where is it? I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's really not. not. because St. Louis County is a no. Yeah. Um, what do you got? What do you, what do you got, West? Uh, like is St. Louis County, County a no? Because I don't think St. Louis County is a no because like South County. You could smoke yeah. South County hot shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, but what I'm saying, but, but uh, I'm just saying things. The further that, out West you go, you, yeah, you things can that are within County, 20 Warren minutes, County, no. no. Like you could smoke at the Fenton hot shots, right? The smoking bar, so, I'm, yeah. the smoking bar I'm thinking of right near, near my house. There isn't 20, there isn't a bar within 20 minutes you can smoke from that bar. And it's real small. Will smokers travel? And it's legitimately just for smokers. Yeah, I know when this issue first came up, and it's been around for years, obviously, but there's a lot of bars, smaller ones, that'll just be like, hey, we're not going to say anything. You know you can come here and smoke. We're not going to say anything. And if for some reason the government comes in and levies a fine, then we'll all split it. That sort of thing. I don't know if those are still around or not. That's probably what this place would do. I walked in there one time, and I swear we got dirty looks. Not only because we weren't regulars, but because we didn't have a cigarette. <laughs> because we didn't have a cigarette already in our mouth. This guy's got a soccer jersey. Maybe on. a place like that will close down because of it. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it. why wouldn't it? You know, hey, man, I'm a bar owner. It's my business. I can do whatever the hell I want in my business. And if you don't like it, then don't come here. And if enough non-smokers don't come here, it's going to shut me down. Then that's me. That's on me. Yeah, the people I feel bad about. Because I'm, I'm with you there. I mean, like I said, I'm the, I'll never go there again because it is a smoker's bar once right. I figure that out. There's a business to their right and a business to their left. And those are the people that I started thinking about when I went in there because, I mean, it is yellow. You know what I mean? Like well, then everything, that's, a, that's a landlord issue. Right, right, right. I think, I, think the, yeah, I think the landlord is the bar owner. So I think he's, but either way. See, see I, don't, I, I don't like that, you know, oh, well, it's my bar. I can do what I want. Why not? I get that. But at the same time, like, what if I like that bar? What if I want to go I, there? What if a, a law was passed that you can't play certain music while you DJ? Then that's the law. Okay, but you wouldn't like it. Yeah, but it would be. A, and to you, it's silly. In that case, it would be a law because so other DJs wouldn't be playing them either. I'm, the point is that, you know, somebody telling you how to run your business. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, why should somebody somebody come in and tell you what you can and can't do inside your business? Well, because so then what if what if I say land of laws? Well, yeah, I was gonna say what if I say okay, I (laughs) open up. Who's to say we need more laws? I open up my own bar. I got I have my bar out there in St. Charles County, and it's smoking, and you could sell weed there too. I sell a bunch of weed. Yeah, but there's already a law on the books. I'm not saying you don't need. I'm saying why why another law? Why make another law? We've already got rules. Well, we're getting rid of some of those as well. It's a constantly refined. I'm just saying why. I mean, if I want to run my business a certain way and I want a certain clientele and and not a certain clientele, that's my business model. You're saying let me run my business the way I want to, and if people aren't going to come in there because it's smoking, then that's on me. me. And on the flip side, somebody will say, we'll run that type of business where it's allowed. Well, right now it's allowed in St. Charles County. But if it's not, not then Then run it where it's allowed. uh, Maybe people will not agree with me, and maybe people will. That's why we vote. Mm. But we have this. If we have this, uh, these two ballot measures on. Yeah, because yeah, that's if weird. they. Let's say they both pass. So they're like, all right. So smoking is banned, except for here and here. And the first people go, wait a minute, no, we said everywhere. Right. See, that's the. 
Well, one what just the covers hell? the other. I what guess. the hell? Why is why is smoking always <laughs> loud in casinos? Head? Is it just because it's so hard to stop what you're doing and go like outside to, and smoke? Yeah, I guess? people like to sit at the tables and, and smoke and gamble. Oh, people do like to sit at the tables and bars and drink. Casinos got a few more million dollars though to throw at that kind of stuff to say, "Whoa, right. you have these guys yeah. stop playing the slots. I'm you're going to cost I'm me." I'm going to grab my my chips just and stop playing just so I can go outside and smoke. Yeah, money and is, I may not come back. Money is power, and they yeah. push you around with it. So. Oh, I go right across the river to uh, Maryland Heights. Can you smoke inside the uh, Hollywood Casino? Mm. I don't know either. I don't know the answer to that. I think you can. Right? I know the Casino Queen at least had a room where you could. I know, yeah, the Casino Queen, you you cannot smoke on the floor. You have to go somewhere to smoke. Oh, really? Pretty sure. It's been a while since I've been over there, but I remember there was a room of just smoking. (laughs) Because you actually had to walk through it to get to the non-smoking room. Can I smoke inside? Where, the Casino Queen? Yeah. This was years ago. Of all the times we've been in casinos, it's funny, because by the time we're in a casino, we're not thinking about any of this crap. Smoke-free casinos. River scene. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, oh, whatever is happening is just happening. Here I am. Yeah, it says here that it is a smoke-free casino. Which a Casino Queen is now? Yep. Oh, good. I wonder how that affected business. I'm sure it did, because you ever see an old woman on an oxygen tank smoking, playing the slots? Ah. Yeah. Oh, maybe they can. Nothing better. Because mm. in 2011, it said casinos now get smoking ban exemption in Illinois. Well, there, you there you go. There's your answer. Well, we'll see what happens. Hey Riz. Hey Riz. See him back. It's your birthday, buddy. Just have the best one ever. Alright, welcome back. So in now we'll have uh, race car driver Graham Rahal in here along with his wife. Fellow driver, Courtney Farris. I believe it's pronounced force. That's a St. Louis way of saying it. Farris. Courtney Farris. Oh man. My mom, I think, is the one that can't wait till October, middle of October for me to move out because Fine. of things like that. The other day we had taco night and she said, I got to go to the store and I got to get some tortillas. Like, that's <laughs> not even close. I mean, that's that's not even like that's ridiculous. That's out of the ballpark. <laughs> tortillas. Well, the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 IndyCar race coming to NASCAR, uh, coming to a gateway. The race is Saturday, August 25th. So not this Saturday, next Saturday. But it's all the stuff leading up to the race. You know, Fan Fest at Ballpark Village on Thursday the 23rd. On the 24th, there's a whole bunch of races down at Gateway. And then Saturday, it's a full day of of stuff. Gates open at 11 a.m. Myself and Patrico down at the racetrack from 3 to 5 that Saturday. We're calling it Rumble with Riz. 20 bucks get you in. All the beer you could drink up until race time. DJs, the Gateway Girls, Bar Olympics. It's going to be awesome. You know, as somebody that's, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with what it goes down during race day. Uh, I had no idea. that I, I originally thought there was just one race. But there's like four. Oh, there's a bunch of races. <laughs> there's like four. Might I recommend, I don't know if you're going to bounce right away. No, I, I, I'm pretty Stay much for in a little it. while. I'm in it to win it. All man. right. 
We'll watch some Indy cars. I'm down. And those things are quick. And then Courtney Force is an NHRA driver, and you got NHRA in town on uh, September the 24th. Is that a fr- is that the Friday? I believe so. so now, that's the whole weekend. Now I know that uh, we'll, we'll ask Graham when he gets here, but uh, is is he here until the race now? No, because they have a race this weekend somewhere else. Okay, so they're just here to like do some testing, I guess. Yeah, and then they bounce out and then. Well, come back. they do press. Yeah, they go around. Gotcha. They do press. Uh, the FBI is warning people, actually warning banks. The FBI warned banks last week about an ATM fraud scheme. I don't know if you know Krebs on security, which is like a cybersecurity newsletter. This uh, Krebs guy, this Krebs guy is uh, like a big time cybersecurity expert. And he puts out a newsletter. And uh, he uh, reported about this alert. And he said, quote, the FBI has obtained unspecified reporting indicating cyber criminals are planning to conduct a global automated teller machine, ATM, cash-out scheme in the coming days. Now, in an ATM cash-out fraud, attackers usually compromise a bank or payment card processor with uh, malware, virus, disable fraud controls, and withdraw large sums of money with cloned bank cards. Yikes. Mm, man. This, this terrifies me. This is the terrifying stuff to me. Well, think about what what story you had yesterday. Oh, with the cloned bank cards? Yeah, the person that was caught with, like, what, 40 different cloned bank cards? Oh, yeah. So there's one thing to walk into a bank with a gun and say, give me the money. This is through an- This is robbing through another way that you can't see. This is like Ocean's Eleven kind of stuff. It's even more and more intense than that. This is you can't see what's going on. And the FBI is encouraging banks to institute tougher security measures, such as stronger password requirements, two-factor authentication, authentication, and more network monitoring. So that's the big warning the uh, FBI sent out to banks. A 47-year-old guy from Utah flew a small plane into his own house early yesterday morning with his wife and kid inside. This is insane. The photos of this are incredible. This is hours after he'd been arrested for assaulting his wife. Now, the front of the house is in the city of Payson. It was engulfed in flames. And the pilot of this uh, small plane, it was a twin-engine Cessna. His name is Dwayne Yowd. He was killed. The wife and kid, thank God, survived. Investigators believe the plane belonged to Dwayne's employer. He's an experienced pilot. And court records show that Dwayne agreed last month to attend marriage counseling and family counseling as part of a plea agreement after another domestic violence incident in April. So it looks like he snapped. Yeah. Wow. Flew a plane into his own house. Well, this dude's uh, love of uh, medieval cosplay went wrong in a real hurry. (laughs) So a guy in Buffalo, New York... He let a woman into his house to use his bathroom on Saturday. Then on her way out, she grabbed a decorative sword that was sitting by his front door and robbed him with it. She threatened to stab him if he didn't give up his wallet. So he gave it to her. She ran off. His wallet had cash, a bank card, his license, social security card. (laughs) Why would you keep all that in one wallet? 
She did leave the sword behind. Well, you don't have all that stuff in your wallet? No. You don't have cash, a bank card, a license? I'm Maybe not, not your carrying, social security I'm card. I'm not carrying my social security card. That, yeah, that I don't have. And I usually don't have cash either. Listen, she did leave the sword behind, so he's got that going for him, mm, which is nice. That is good. New wallet. Yeah. And cops have not been able to track this woman down yet. Wow. <laughs> A couple more things for you. Um, the New York Post, big newspaper, obviously. Mm-hmm. They finally figured out how to get people to buy newspapers again. Just throw a full-page ad on the front instead of, you know, actual news. <laughs> I, you ever heard of the skater brand Supreme? No. There's a, there's a skater brand. It's, it's called Supreme. And they paid to have their logo splashed across the front and back cover yesterday to drum up hype for their new fall clothing line. Oh, man, it's very simple. Yeah, so they paid to have the front page and back page of the post. Usually the front page is, you know, obviously the big stories. Back page is all sports. And it looked like it worked as far as getting publicity because every newsstand in New York was sold out by 10 a.m. Wow. Every newsstand. And it just says, it's just Supreme. It just says Supreme. It's the first time the post has used the brand's logo as its front cover. So people bought multiple copies thinking it would be a collector's item someday. <laughs> wow. So it's not that they said, oh, man, I want this and look at it. They nope. just bought it. I mean, the Post is a very, very old newspaper. Oh, Twitter is filled. And I mean filled with people offering 10 copies. Uh, here's, you know, this amount a piece and we'll ship. Yeah, Two I'm, I'm copies here for $25 on and we'll eBay, ship. you know, uh, uh, 20 bucks a copy for this newspaper. Selling in quantities of one, five, and ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, is the you said the ad is just real simple? Is it just a red square that says Supreme? That's yeah. it. That's their logo. It just so says it. Supreme. That's, that's, that's it. funny. That's it. That's that's a very a simple blank page. It says you know New York Post at top, and Supreme. That's it. Speaking of newspapers, and I want to get into uh, sports here with uh, Patrico in a second, but I don't know if you guys read. Uh, was it Rick Hummel? Yeah, I'll read his tweets. You know, he is a, uh, a sports writer for the Post-Dispatch. And I thought you guys had fun with this as Cardinal fans for life. For life. For life. The all-St. Louis baseball team. Is that So you mean players that played for the Cardinals or players that— From St. Louis. Okay. Not, not, not played for the Cardinals from St. Louis. Okay. Like Howard and Freeze and all those guys. And he asked this question. Here's the headline. Who is the best player from St. Louis? Max Scherzer or Yogi Berra? Ooh. That's a good question. Didn't Scherzer have better stats? I'm saying at the end of the day right now, Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra won three MVP awards, 1951, 54, and 55. He's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Obviously, Yogi Berra from the Hill. But Max Scherzer... Parkway Central own. Already won three Cy Young Awards. Damn. One with Detroit, two with Washington. Probably going to win another one this year. I mean, four Cy Youngs would put him in some pretty elite company. Mm-hmm. Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson, Steve Carlton, Greg Maddox. 
His uh, lifetime record is 156 and 80. Wow, man, that's ridiculous. Has a 661 winning percentage, ranks in the top 20 all time. If he wins 20 games again this season, it'll be the fourth time he's done that. So who who is the better player to come out of St. Louis? You know what? You know why this isn't a comparison, why you can't mess with this? Is because today's game is a different game than then. And I want to say today's pitcher is more important of a player than in Barra's time, Barra's playing time. Therefore, uh, if they played, if they if they both played now, Scherzer would be a better player. I think he would be more a more important player. I think that's what it comes down to, right? But if Scherzer was playing then, he doesn't give an answer. You just say, yeah. I'm just he saying, just throw this, it out there. This is an impossible contest because they're two different. Oh, you said he does give an answer? Or no? He does not. Oh. There are two different games they were playing. And then he goes through kind of he goes through every position. All time. St. Louis baseball players, left-handed starter, left-handed starter. See, I don't know. It's going to be older, and I no I Mark Burley. Burley, him. Oh. he's Illinois though, right? But I mean, close enough. First baseman, Ryan Howard. Right? Ryan Howard. Second baseman. You got it. I don't know if it's second baseman. Ian Kinsler, is it? Cause second he, baseman. This is obvious. From St. Louis just died. Oh, Red, Red Shandies. Red Shandies from Germantown, Illinois. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know. I forgot he was second base. Shortstop. I don't think you ever get this. No. Dahl Maxville. I don't know who that is. From Granite City. Uh, third baseman. Went to DeSmet. As I say, they want you to say David Freeze, but that's not. Third baseman. Third base has a strong crew, they said, if you include Mike Shannon. Scott Cooper was a two-time All-Star. Oh, yeah. What about Bill Miller? There you, go. you got it. Left fielder. Uh, Bernard Gilkey. Beaumont Highs, Roy Seavers. Okay. Center He's fielder. Bernard Gilkey wrong. <laughs> Pete Reiser. Yeah. Who mostly played for the uh, for Brooklyn, but. Uh, right fielder, Hank Bauer, who was from East St. Louis, who was on the Yankees. Closer. Born in St. Charles. Played high school ball at St. Pius and Festus. We got a year? I think this guy, is he not playing now? Mike Henneman? Don't know him. Don't know him. Uh, utility player. Elston Howard from Vashon. You know any of these guys? No. no. Not the last handful. Manager. Yogi Berra. No. Red Chaney's. No. Not long enough. Dick Williams, Earl Weaver, and Whitey Herzog. Uh, I didn't Whitey know. If, I was going to say Whitey, but I didn't know from if here? he was. Hmm. Who? What? Herzog's originally from uh, here. Who'd you say that was? was Herzog is the pride of New Athens, Illinois. See, like I have my Kansas City manager. That's right? tough for me to say St. Louis. I yeah. think they gave it to Earl Weaver. Who he died last year, didn't he? Not too long ago. I don't know how long ago it was, but. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good article. A lot of these guys are. Uh, he died in 2013. Uh, a lot of these guys are older that we would never know. You don't know Earl Weaver? I know Earl Weaver. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the other players where oh, you go. Yeah. You know these guys, and we went nah. Nope. Well, I mean St. Louis guys. Cliff Polite won a World Series with the White Sox. 
That's right. Where did he go? Vianney. Ah. He started in uh, with the Cardinals and then several other teams. Won a World Series with uh, the White Sox in 04? Yeah, I believe so. 04 was the Red Sox. I think it was the year after that, 05. 04 was when the Red Sox Oh, you're Sox right. Yeah, 05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. If you ever know anybody that wins a championship like that, uh, like that, that following fall or something, I was somewhere with him, and he had cell phone video of the in-locker room celebration. Oh, that's awesome. Like, not the one you see on TV. It was pretty amazing. Like the real oh, celebration. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was pretty cool. Where everybody gets naked and tickles each other, you right? You got yeah, it. That's yeah, it. That's, that's a copy of it. Is anybody to ask about the best players here? <laughs> My mom would know. I bet she would know all those players. Yeah, she would be the authority. All those. All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. All right, here is Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. After sweeping the Royals, the Cardinals back home after a lengthy road trip and took on the Nationals at Bush. Bryce Harper hit a homer to go up 2-1 to one early in the game, but the Cardinals came back, and things were back and forth before it was all tied up. 6-6, bottom of the ninth. Paul DeYoung came up to the plate, and this happened. Oh, I can't find it. Hang on, Patrico. I'm having some computer issues. Hang on. Here we go. And here it is. Gone forever. Hepatitis, see you later. See you in hell, big boy. (laughs) That that was not it. All that time. A 3-1 pitch. DeYacht to left. Walk it up. Well, Mike DeYoung just missed three yeah. earlier in the game, and he straightened this one out. And the Redbirds have won six in a row. And the Redbirds. <laughs> Who was he that? Did, that's that's John Rooney. John Rooney was it? John, John Rooney, Rooney at the end yeah. there. And yeah. the and the that's Cardinals. He's, he's got that voice. I mean, yeah. he's the he type t- of guy that when like he sits at the at the dinner table, he goes, "Honey, these mashed potatoes are delicious. <laughs> if you can have it, the salt and the pepper." When he says six, it's he's the only guy that says six with like five letters or six <laughs> letters. Six, six, six. Cardinals have won six in a row. <laughs> yeah, I think he spells it S I A X. Six in a row. Six. Uh, what's even he more? Said, re- D Young delivers. What's even more ridiculous is Matt Carpenter hit another home run. It's his thirty third of the year. He had a three RBI night in the win. It's the Cards' sixth win in a row. As we, heard, oh, I'm sorry, it's the Cards' sixth win in a row. And the two teams are back at it tonight. John Gant gets to start. First pitch scheduled for seven fifteen. I think he's got more home runs than Stanton now. Really, yeah, the guy with the Yankees. Yeah. Pretty sure. Atlanta Braves rookie left fielder Ronald Acuna Jr. hit a leadoff homer in the afternoon game of a doubleheader yesterday against the Marlins, and he also did it in the night game. So he hit two. Acuna Matata? Acuna Matata did it. Uh, Former Ohio State assistant football coach Zach Smith says he did not inform his former boss, Urban Meyer, that he was arrested and charged with DUI back in 2013. It came one year after he was hired, and he said, I handled it on my own without involving OSU. Not that this really has anything to do with the uh, domestic abuse charges that he's facing, but they're using this as a, this is what type of guy this was. Mm. And they also brought this up because of Urban Meyer. Uh, They were like, wow, he hit his DUI back in 2013. And Urban Meyer goes, what DUI? And this is Zach Smith saying, I didn't tell anybody about that. Like, I handled it away from the university. It was something that just happened and I took care of. So, uh, Leonis Martin, 
He has been out for the Indians with an undisclosed illness since Wednesday of last week. It started to look like it might get a bit more serious when uh, people were like, oh, he's probably got the flu. He's got a stomach virus of some sort. Well, manager Terry Francona, he gave an update on his condition and said, what I would say is this. If you believe in saying prayers, keep them in your thoughts. Oh, my God. What does that mean? So people were like, holy hell. Then on a game on Friday, a player on the opposing team had... Martine written on the side of his hat. So people are like, what is going on? Well, now we have the answer. The Indians team president uh, came out with a statement yesterday saying that his internal organs have been under attack from a life-threatening bacterial infection. Oh, how? The bacteria somehow entered his bloodstream and began producing toxins that did damage to his internal organs. At one point, they thought they would be unable to fix this. Jeez. But... He has regained a lot of organ function over the past 24 to 36 hours, and it sounds like he's got a very long way to go to make a full recovery, but the team is now hopeful, and they're saying that his recovery is going to be measured in weeks and not days. Damn. Really scary there. Uh, A woman from Belarus survived a horrendous nosebleed and a wrong turn at a finish to win the European Championship Women's Marathon. She's 29 years old, and 30 minutes into the race, people originally thought that somebody took red paint and threw it in her face. They thought that she was attacked. Oh, I saw this picture. Okay, yeah. I mean, it was all down her shirt, all on her face. Like, they literally thought somebody took, like, a bucket of paint and threw it at her. But it ended up being a horrendous nosebleed. So that happened. She ended up uh, stopping at a water station, cleaning herself up. She took off running. Now, there was just two runners left, her and another one. She was pretty much ahead of the second-place runner. The last few hundred meters of the race, she took a wrong turn. The other person caught up and passed her. Then she put it into overdrive, made up the ground, and ended up winning the race. Uh, Clear six seconds in front of second place. Uh, We brought this up late yesterday, but it's official now, and uh, WWE actually tweeted about this. Uh, Former WWE wrestler Jim the Anvil Nyhart, best known for a part of the Hart Foundation tag team in the 80s and 90s. He has died. WWE officials confirmed Monday in a statement yesterday. I had no idea about this. He played football with the Raiders and the Cowboys before he got into wrestling. What did he die from? Uh, It did not say here. Do you know what he died from, Jeff? I don't. All I saw was the people tweeting his, you know, their condolences and everything. It didn't say any cause. It says here that he fell and hit his head at his home. No foul play is suspected. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, His daughter, Natty, actually currently wrestles for the WWE. Finally here, head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Hugh Jackson, had two choices when it came to disciplining Antonio Callaway. It was either suspend him, sit down, or you're going to travel with the team and you're going to play. Things are going normal. Well, that's what he did. But in total Cleveland Browns uh, fashion, his punishment was to continue to play for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and what do I mean? Antonio Callaway, when he ran off the field, Hugh Jackson said, nope, get your ass back in there. You're playing. And he damn near played all the way into the fourth quarter. Hmm. And this is a preseason game. And this is one of their studs that are coming out of college. And he said, you will play. Now, if you remember, Antonio Callaway is the guy that got pulled over. They had the weed on him. They found ammunition. Yeah. And he didn't report to the team. He didn't tell anybody. Anybody watching a Hard Knocks? I watched the first episode. Mm-mm. I did not. Because it's, it's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I and saw- I just want to see uh, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, who apparently in his first preseason game was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that headline that he did well. Had, they said the best rookie preseason game of all time. So you you saw you saw episode one? Yeah. Is that the episode where Jarvis Landry went berserk and started screaming at his teammates? He was like, I take no days off. Yes. I heard that was awesome. 
Like, yeah. I, I love that show for that reason. So. Yeah, yeah. I thought Baker Mayfield was a guitar player. Sorry. <laughs> I saw Sounds that like headline. A- I was like, he's a guitar player. Oh, like, why is he playing said, football? That's Somebody said to listen to the uh, Nationals broadcast for the home run last night. Let's see what this sounds like. 3-1 pitch to a guy with power. They really say nothing. That's it. That's that's the national. That was the Nationals broadcast. That was the walk off last Bob's night. Bob's already in Uber on the way back to the <laughs> he, hotel. He also walked off that of the mic. Is amazing. I, I don't think I've ever heard that. That's before. great. Super cool guy. By the way. That's that supposed is to be a, a, a baseball fan. Yeah, right? but and I mean, about a cool. But I mean, uh, you know, it's TV, so people see what's going people on. People see what's going on. Yeah. Still, that's really bizarre. What do you say? That is hilarious, though. Uh, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. Well, that's the ball game. Yeah, I mean, how about it, anything? Good night. Folks. How about it? anybody need groceries? I'm well, on my way home. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for 50 years. Aretha Franklin, she's either in the hospital, one foot in the grave, gravely ill, or she's at home resting comfortably with family. Both of those are from people.com over the last 14 hours. Over the last... <laughs> really? Yeah, 14 hours ago it was... I just read hospice. Right, a hospice, same thing. Now, eight hours ago, Aretha Franklin resting at home with her family uh, remaining hopeful despite health battles. So, I don't know. But either way, she's 76 years old. She had surgery for pancreatic cancer in December about eight years oh, ago. Just right. She's going skydiving tomorrow. She's going skydiving Aretha tomorrow. Franklin, I mean, skydiving I got, tomorrow. I have that right here. She's going skydiving tomorrow. Then she's going to get her uh, brown belt, which is cool. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> she kept performing until her doctors advised her to stop doing that thing. Her last performance, Elton John's annual AIDS fundraiser uh, back in November. But she, uh, family and friends were also saying up until just weeks ago, she was talking about being doing all kinds of stuff. This uh, in, Tomorrow it's going to be Aretha Franklin yeah. announces world tour. Bounce houses. <laughs> I, I unfortunately <laughs> think the next Aretha Franklin announcement we're going to hear is not going to be a good one. No, she's been whether she's at home her. or in a hospital or hospice. You know, it what? ain't going to be good. I bet it's one of those things. Let's bring her home and let her pass in front of family and friends and not at a hospital because there's a lot of people that go, let's, "Hey, man, you know I'm going to die. I don't want to do it in a hospital." It's going to it's going to be let's make her comfortable, right? Uh, speaking of Demi Lovato, she has left Cedar Sinai Hospital as of last week. She immediately entered rehab for addiction treatment, and she's going to be there for several months. Apparently, after that OD on uh, July twenty fourth, she's currently in Chicago. She's undergoing treatment with a therapist who focuses on sobriety, mental health, and wellness. And obviously, she has canceled all the uh, remaining dates on her current tour. So she is uh, going to be away for a while and getting things fixed why up is that? for her. Uh, she has an addiction, Riz. That's why. Uh, some staff at the Talking Dead apparently quitting 
in protest over accused sexual assaulter Chris Hardwick's return. This is really? infuriating. I thought he was uh, basically... Exonerated? Exonerated. Yeah, this is infuriating. Just this, this is ridiculous. The ex-girlfriend, Chloe Dykstra, accused him of mistreating her, a charge that he said, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. AMC reviewed the case, allowed him to return, and a female uh, executive producer and a, quote, handful of other, like, maybe two dozen staffers are reportedly quitting as well. And he had a, quote, emotional staff meeting on Wednesday during which he apologized to everybody. I guess apologize for bringing the bad press and stuff because if you didn't do it, you don't need to apologize for that. And then he was back on Talking Dead on Sunday, first time since obviously all this happened and obviously very emotional. I am so appreciative to be standing here right now. And I want to thank you, the Walking Dead community, for all of your support these last couple of months. You know, the show is not just a job to me. This is this is a vital part of my life, you know, and this has been a sanctuary. These last seven years we've been here, this has been with me through through good times and bad times. And I have so much gratitude to you, the fans and, and, and the producers and the amazing cast of both of these shows, you know, for allowing me to come here and, and be a part of this community every week. This is what this is. This is a community. And, you know, it, we're, we're on the precipice of a lot of changes on both Walking Dead shows in the coming weeks and months. And I, I'm so looking forward to going on that journey with you. And I've said the following words a million times, countless times. And yet I have never been more thankful than I am in this very moment to say to you that I am Chris Hardwick and this is Talking Dead. He went right into November rain after that. Oh, I, uh, how cool is that? I, I would tell you this. I didn't hear a word he just said. Because well, as soon as the he apologized, as, as soon as the piano hit, I was like, "I hear nothing he says. I just know he's crying." That's it. <laughs> Literally, every word that came out of his mouth sounded like the 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 teacher from the Muppet or the mom from the Muppet Babies. <laughs> That's all I heard. It was cool he brought the piano player with mm-hmm. him. Uh, two months after his suicide, Anthony Bourdain's New York City apartment now available for rent. I saw how much this is, and guess how? I don't have that, so please tell oh, me. Oh, you don't? Yeah, let me describe it first. How's that? 1,283-square-foot condo, 64th floor Time Warner Center, Mm -hmm. two bedrooms, two baths, floor-to-ceiling windows, washer-dryer. Hey, Mm washer-dryer. An updated kitchen, and it has got a full-time doorman, health club, spa, screening room, and sun deck. All right. Time Warner Center, I believe, is in Columbus Circle, Midtown. Okay. Does that mean a lot to to the rent going up, obviously? That's right by Central Park. Okay. If, if it's the building I'm thinking of. Uh, how many square feet? 1,283. I believe I saw this figure earlier today. How much do you think? Monthly? A month. 6,500. I was going to say 10 grand. I'll say 55,89. 14 grand a month. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sounds cool. That is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, washer, dryer. Duh. Yeah, it's okay. got washer dryer hookups. <laughs> oh, on, that man. makes sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Facts of Life star Charlotte Ray. We talked about how she passed away recently. Didn't know why. Found out cardiac arrest. She was reportedly also uh, battling cancer. Salivary gland cancer, oh. too. She was uh, 92. This happened last Sunday. Charlie Sheen's money problems kind of helped him out. Having no money may have helped him out. He pays less in child support for the two kids he has with Denise Richards uh, than the two he has with uh, Brooke Mueller. Is it Mueller or Miller? I always forget. Mueller, right? Mueller, Mueller I believe. I Mueller. 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 And there's a reason for this. Denise cut Charlie a break years ago. 
So Sheen recently filed a request to modify the child support he has to pay the both of them because he ain't got no money. D-nice. Is there a D-nice? He, he says he just can't cover it. Sheen currently pays Denise. D-nice. $20,000 for their two daughters, uh, Sam and Lola. And then he pay, pays Brooke $55,000 per month for their son, Sam. Uh, I'm sorry, Max and Bob. Charlie paid both, I think it's Denise. D-nice. And Brooke, 55 per month to each up until about two years ago. Denise basically said, nice. I know you can't cover it, Denise said. D-nice. But Denise also D-nice. was really cool and said, you know what, let's just cut this back. And then Denise went, D-nice. you know what? Let's just cut her back by uh, thousands and thousands of dollars per month so now he can afford it. Oh, man. Along with the uh, child support, he also owes millions of dollars to his lawyers, the IRS, and his home mortgage. A hearing for all of that is scheduled in September. I thought it was cool of Denise to do that. D-nice. You know what his lawyer's name is? What? I don't know. A-A-Ron. Where are you? Where is A-A-Ron right now? <sighs> All right, this is a this is a super super interesting list for you guys who are the movie people. Mm-hmm. So remember last week the Academy said, "Hey, we're going to do this new category: outstanding achievement in popular film." Yes, as opposed to film of the year or best picture or whatever, because so, best picture nobody ever sees. Your Avengers, Infinity Wars. You right, know, you're, you're, the movies people actually watch. Okay, so and go see. so think about that. I have a list from Entertainment Weekly over the last several handful of years that who was the Oscar winner, but underneath under this popular film thing, who would have actually won it? Oh, does boy. that make sense? Okay, you want to go current to past? Or sure, past sure. To current? Okay, so 2018 Oscar Best Picture win winner was The Shape of Water. Uh huh. Who would it have gone to if it was a popular movie? Star Wars, Black Panther. No, that was this year. That's this year. Oh, damn it. Star Wars. The uh, nominees are Wonder Woman, Beauty and the Beast, Get Out, It, and Spider-Man Homecoming. Wonder Woman. Get Out. Wonder Woman. Who, me or him? Wonder Woman. (laughs) You. I was just telling Moon to get uh, out. Star Wars. That was Wonder (laughs) Woman. 2017, the Oscar winner was La La La. Oh, no, sorry. Moonlight. Ah. See what I did? Thank you. <laughs> so the nominees under this are Mad Max Fury Road, Finding Dory, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Captain America Civil War, Deadpool. Civil Deadpool. War. Finding Dory. Civil War or you Finding Dory. You are all correct. It's Deadpool. Yeah. Wow. 2016, Best Picture winner was Spotlight. Nominees under this, Star Wars Force Awakens. Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, Inside Out, and The Martian. And, oh, and Straight Out of Compton. Star Wars. Star Wars. Although Spotlight was awesome. Was that the one with uh, Michael, Michael Keaton? Keaton? Yeah. What was that? The priest, uh, mm-hmm. sex yes. abuse in Boston? Yeah. Newspaper stuff? Oh, that was a good movie. All right, 2015. Oscar went to, I'm sorry, the Best Picture winner was Birdman. Under this, the uh, nominees are the Lego Movie. Gone Girl, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, American Sniper, or Guardians of the Galaxy? Guardians of the Galaxy. You got it, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, 2014 Oscar went to 12 Years a Slave. Nominees here, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug, Uh Gravity, The Conjuring, or Frozen? Frozen. Frozen. Sorry, Frozen. (laughs) Jerk. (laughs) 2013, the winner was Argo. 
these nominees, Skyfall. Anybody see Argo? Yes. Yeah, so good. good. Movie. The Dark Knight Rises. You never saw Argo? No. Dark Knight Rises. Django like Unchained. Yeah. Hunger Games. Marvel's The Avengers. Django. Avengers. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. You got it, Tones. Three more. 2012, Best Picture, The Artist. These nominees would be Bridesmaids, Captain America, The First Avenger, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, and Rise of the Planet of Apes. Harry Potter. Uh, Captain America. Potter. Nope. nope. Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. You got it, Tones. I think you're 100% I'm doing pretty good at this game. 2011, it was The King's Speech. Or would it have been Inception, Toy Story 3, How to Train Your Dragon, Despicable Me, or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1? Toy Story 3. Inception or Harry Potter? Despicable Me. Come down to one. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. You got it. Harry Potter. You got it, Tones. Good job. And last one, 2010. The Best Picture winner was The Hurt Locker. These nominees would be Twilight Saga New Moon, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, or Avada. 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 Mm, sorry, Avada. <laughs> Crappy Birthdays, Tim Tebow, 31. Mila Kunis is 35. Oh, Halle Berry is 52. Oh, Susan Olsen, Cindy from the Brady Bunch is 57. Magic Johnson, 59. Rusty Wallace is 62. St. Louis' own. Bob Backlund, WWE Hall of Famer. He was the champ back from uh, 78 to 83, and then again in 1994, but he lost in eight seconds. Uh, and today's Burton birthday of the day is the star of movies like The Jerk, Three Amigos, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Father of the Bride, and about a gajillion other hits. Plus, he is mistaken as being a cast member of SNL. But he never was. But he hosted a bunch. Mary and he's Short. a hell of a banjo player. Steve, Steve Martin. Two first days. He's 73 years Was Martin young. Short an, an, an actual SNL cast member? Oh, boy. I do not know. He used to do that uh, Ed Grimley. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he was an official cast member. I don't know. Steve Martin is by far the one guy that some people are like, oh, yeah, Steve Martin, when he was on SNL. And it's like, no. nope, it sure wasn't. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Ashlyn Brooke. And today's birthday girl has been twisted up like a pretzel in 127 fine films, including Big Sausage Pizza, volume 17, getting all A's in a movie called Hey, Here's My Pantyhose, also in Twisty Treats. On her wedding day, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Who the Hell is the Whore at My Door? Oh. <laughs> Ashlyn Brooke, 33 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on Celebrities. He was, huh? He was, and I don't have the, the exact date yet, but it says he was a cast member, oh, yes. All right. All right, we'll talk to Graham Rahal and Courtney Force right after the break. See what's going on with those guys. Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. So you guys don't know this song, huh? No. Graham, Courtney, no? Don't know it. Not Primus fans? Sorry. <laughs> well, we got a we got a packed studio, huh? Mm -hmm. Well, you guys come with an entourage. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, brought the crew. <laughs> Graham Rahal and Courtney Force are here. Yeah. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank Graham, you. Graham's in the two-timers club. He right? sure hey, is. Now. Did we make him a plaque or anything or a, a certificate? <laughs> Can we get that certificate made up? Graham's a two-timer now. 
You may take that home with you. Have at least four people with you, all with four different phones, doing video and picture shots. <laughs> uh-huh. We just we apologize. <laughs> they want different angles. Oh, no, yes. that's the way it is me. all the time with you guys. You guys, you know, make the rounds, <laughs> and you guys got people following you. <laughs> what it's all about, man. We're here to promote racing and two different races. So you guys, are yeah, big stars. you need a lot of people. You guys are big stars. Yeah, well, man. you know, Graham, uh, IndyCar driver, the Bomberito 500. Back at Gateway next weekend. So the race is on Saturday. And Courtney, you know, at the NHRA, you guys are here in September. Yep. Isn't it nice you guys are married and you guys get to do the press together? <laughs> we'll be going to St. Louis, I think, a total of three times in the next month. So, I mean, we're here for the media tour today. I get to be at his race um, in just a few weeks. And then he gets to come out to mine. So It's nice. Here. It's kind of rare, though, that we, yeah, we get to place. do like a, a media day together. In fact, I... I think we've only ever done one other, which was before we were even married, which is Sonoma. But uh, yeah, it's cool to be here. We're going to spend a lot of time here over the next month. And, you know, we're excited to come back next week. Um, it's crazy. It's already upon us. Uh, but, you know, next week for the the Bomberito 500, uh, Gateway's done a great job, you know, between us and HRAs three weeks after that, I think the 21st, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, coming up uh, right on our heels. Um you know, like Court said, we'll uh, she'll be here with me next week, and then I'll be back uh, with with uh, with her a couple weeks after to uh, to watch her. She's won here before, which was fun uh, to to be here for that. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's this is a great place. They do a great job with promotions around yeah. here. You guys, the crowd last year was insane. Yeah. Um, I hear ticket sales are up over last year for us, which is a really a really good sign because well, I thought it'd be year, hard to beat. Honestly, last year, you know, for the first time, you know, Indy being at, at Gateway in a, mm-hmm. in a long time. Yeah, I mean, the crowd was tremendous and everybody was into it. See, last week we—I don't know if you heard—we had the PJ Championship. Oh, I, yeah, I was, I was tuned in, <laughs> and you know, the, the the eyes of the world were on St. Louis, and they'll be on St. Louis again. You know, come next week with uh, with Indy. It's cool. Yeah, it's. You know, I've always felt St. Louis such a great sports town. Um, you know, the PGA was was awesome. I mean, I was completely locked in. Anytime Tigers in contention, I mean, I watch golf anyways. Mm-hmm. But when Tigers in contention, you got to be paying attention. And uh, and uh, yeah, so then you know you'll get us uh, like like we said next week, um, and then you know NHRA quickly behind. So you're mm-hmm. getting a lot of there's a lot of eyes on St. Louis That's right fine. now, which is which is pretty darn cool, and uh, you know really showcasing the city and. Um, this really is a, a great sports city. It is. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And over the past couple of years, you know, St. Louis, for whatever reason, you know, things that happen around the city, I mean, been kind of crapped on for the past couple of years. Whether it be the Rams leaving or whatever, you know, whatever's going on downtown. But, you know, last week, really showcasing the city, what's going to come up next week and a couple of weeks after that, really showcasing the city for really what it is. It's a great town. It's a great sports city with great people who are passionate about things. Well, and what he's talking about with the with the golf, I mean, Tiger Woods himself said he'd never seen a crowd like that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never, it was never huge. before. Yeah. It was huge. Did you see me in the background? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. I was, I was I had a red shirt on. You didn't see me? <laughs> I think a lot of people were wearing red that well, day. <laughs> yeah. How long have you guys been married for? Uh, three years. Three years Close now. to. Yeah. Did, did you guys, I know you come from, you know, legendary racing families, you know, your dad, John, and your dad, Bobby. Um, did you guys know each other as kids? No. No. Nope. Not at all. I, I mean, because these are different worlds. Yeah. You know, it, NHRA and, and Indy, kind of different worlds. How did you guys meet? At a race. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. In Chicago. He it came was out a Juliet. to my Yeah, he came out to my Chicago race and, um, yeah, just was there to, I guess, 
meet me and watch racing. I don't know. Wait, did you so call? You, you went, went to meet her? Yeah. Specifically, well, we, uh, say yes, dude. Is this <laughs> the yes. PG version? Or yes. yes. Oh, there's. Wait, what? No, 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 no. I yeah. So basically, uh, yeah. I was uh, I was invited to uh, go to Joliet, so I, I we went up there, uh-huh. and um, I it was a good excuse to go up. It was a weekend off in the beginning of uh, 2013 or middle of 2013, and um, you know, so I went up there. My dad's from Chicago. My dad lives in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Everybody's up there, so mm-hmm. we went up and went over on. I think it was a Saturday actually. I went over to the drag races and and met Court and. I had been exposed to drag racing quite a bit, um, even though I was in the IndyCar side. My, you know, growing up, my dad was sponsored by Miller forever. Mm-hmm. So the Snake was sponsored by Miller and, and NHRA. So I got to know them. And and then early um, in my career, I had a sponsor that did both, uh, was in IndyCar and drag racing. And so, uh, again, was pretty exposed to it. But yeah, ironically, we had never met until, until 2013. So... Uh, it uh, and then we we started dating that fall and the rest is history. How did you get past her dad? <laughs> by the way, uh, he was pretty easy. Um, yeah, yeah, he wasn't too bad. He came out, he came out to uh, to Fontana was uh, was was when we like my last race of the year at that time was in October. Our last race now is right after this in the mm-hmm. middle of September. Well, I kind of used dad. I, I had him come out I'm like you need to come with me and we'll make it like a you know. You'd be a front a man. A sponsor thing. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I pretty much used my dad as like my wingman so people didn't get suspicious that yeah. I was maybe dating him. So I, I made dad go out there with me and we just kind of walked around and watched the race and then... Did you keep it secret? For a little bit. I mean... We tried. Yeah, until dad not that pulled long. Him, well, actually, it wasn't until dad... It was pulled, in Vegas. ...pulled him into the winter circle in Vegas and then all oh. of a sudden the photographers and like, the media turned and I was like, dad, what are, you, what are you doing? Yeah. Isn't that what amazing is happening? How, how people pick up on that? Just oh, it happened a, a quick. picture like that? Yeah. It happened quick. But that's, you know, <laughs> it's all good. It was uh Well, when two legendary race families get together, it, I mean, that's that's a, that's a big thing. It was cool. And I think that's maybe, you know, one of the things we connected on the most was, you know, that we, uh, we grew up in very similar scenarios mm-hmm. and, you know, with, with her dad being, you know, the greatest, uh, you know, drag racer yeah, ever, really, um, particularly from a, from a record standpoint. And then, you know, my dad, look, being, look at him kissing his father-in-law's oh, yeah, ass. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't do it. I don't do it. I don't do it that much though. So. <laughs> But then, you know, my dad, so uh, we get... We, I'm scared we, of my father-in-law, we, too. We get the expectation. <laughs> I'm actually not scared of him. My mother-in-law, though, she, she's pretty intense, you know? She's the most easygoing. But, like, the other day, we were, we were on, like, a little family trip, and we we're like, I'm like, we're going to leave a day early, and she gave me these eyes. I was like, whoa. Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Listen, whenever you, 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 you ain't together. taking my baby when you leave her. <laughs> yeah, Listen, exactly. whenever you go home, you're still a kid to your parents. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I go to my house, and, you know, my mom still yells at me, and you know, she's still, <laughs> I mean, she, she, she'll hit me still. Yeah. I mean, I'm just smack in the back of the head. Do you, do you get to come home anytime you want, or do you have a curfew? I mean, I got to be in by 11. Okay. Where are you at? <laughs> Where are you at? Oh, Bring I me a, a paper. I had a curfew my whole rookie season from my dad. And I'm like, oh, yeah? I'm now, a, 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 you know, so to speak, a professional. I'm finally racing a funny car professionally. It was my rookie year, 2012. And I mean, he had his eyes on me everywhere oh, I yeah. went. I wasn't allowed to go into the zoo at Brainerd. I wasn't allowed. I mean, I couldn't go anywhere. Hey, if you looked like her and you're driving a race car... 
You need somebody to be watching oh, over yeah, you because yeah, everybody yeah. else is certainly uh -huh. not. No. I get it. Yep. <laughs> now, did, do you guys get, get nervous when you guys watch each other race? For I, sure. Yeah, I think it's nerve-wracking. I mean, like he said, we both grew up in me and NHR drag racing, him in IndyCar, and I don't know much about IndyCar. I went to just a few Indy 500s before I met him, and then um, watching him get in that car is completely different than what I do. And I always tell him it'd be fun to watch him just whack the throttle in a funny car, but... Oh, yeah. I don't think Have you ever it. gotten into a funny car? No, I've seen them explode way too much. <laughs> so yeah, but I've, I've seen some of these indie cars disintegrate. I mean, yeah, but, uh, disintegrate. Uh, what I, the, yes, but the thing typically is if I crash in an indie car, it's probably my fault. You know, normally in an indie car, the thing's going to give you signs. You know, if it's not handling well, it's going to tell you, hey, you know, you're on the edge and something's going to mm -hmm. happen. And, and if you ignore it, then it's going to bite you. There's no doubt. You know, in a funny car like her last year at Epping, New Hampshire, the thing just disintegrated. And, and you know, at that point... It's mechanical. It oh, a, my God. I'm sitting there watching deal. her. Yeah, fluke deal. But I still, that's my point. It's like, I'm watching her and I'm all I'm thinking about is, my God, you know, just please move. Just move, you know, move a limb. Move You're sitting in something. a... With a funny car, I mean, he's sitting in a bomb. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Yeah. A yeah. gas-filled, you know, bomb. A nitro-filled bomb. A nitro-filled bomb. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you've, you've never been to an NHRA event, no. have you? Oh, my I've God. Not. It's excited. intense, it man. You can feel it. it. No matter it's where intense. you're sitting, I mean, you can, the, the your stands chest. vibrate. Yeah, yeah your I'm chest vibrates intense. when they go by. It is. It is. You'll under, if you go, you'll understand why I'm nervous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll make a lot of sense are to you. Gonna, so you, are you going to come back in September to see I'll be here, yeah. I'll be here. Yeah, the NHRA, I mean, bring the kids... Even yeah, the indie cars, bring, I mean, bring yeah. the kids. My dad used to take me to indie car races when I was a kid. Racing's for family. I was just, really, yeah. everybody comes out all ages. I mean, for IndyCar and for NHRA, it's a lot of fun. I think that is the best part of racing. You know, is that it is it is a family sport. I mean, that's we both grew up in it. Uh, most of the people around us, all the other drivers, always bring their kids. It, you know, it. We see a lot of, particularly over the last handful of weeks in IndyCar, we race at. You know, at uh, Mid Ohio Road America, we go to Pocono, Pennsylvania this weekend. And here, we're going to be camping out at the track. You know, when when we when we come back here, but you know, families, it, it's huge. Um, you know, I think it's it's great experience. It's a great time for kids. Um, you know, you get you get a handful of hours to go out and 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 enjoy the time with with your family and uh, and give them a different experience. Yeah. I mean, this isn't something you get to do every single weekend. You know. Um, well, when I peeled my kids away from Fortnite a couple weeks ago <laughs> to bring them down to the NASCAR truck race over at Gateway, I mean, they had such yeah. a good time, my, my son and daughter. Yeah. yeah Kid, the, hey, kids you, 12 and under are free, too, so that even makes it Yeah, you give them better. the headphones. They were, I mean, they were right up on the fence. Yeah. Just get them exposed the to it. Buy. You know, whether it's whether it's IndyCar or NHRA, I mean, get them exposed to it. You know, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest challenges that we both face as series is to is to 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 get more the younger fan base, you know, mm -hmm. get the kids. But it, it's working lately. I mean, we can see it. You know, there's a lot of a lot of families and a lot of kids that are coming back out year after. It's it's cool for us to see them grow. You know, yeah. over the years of, of yeah. being involved in this, so pretty awesome. Well, you guys are having some 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 great seasons so far. I mean, Grammy are in eighth place. With how many races to go? We've got four to go. Um, four to we've go. definitely had a a good season. Um, we finished in the top ten every race, but two, and typically which is the most of anybody except for Scott Dixon, who's leading points. But we just haven't been able to win one yet, you know, mm -hmm. this year. And and last year we won a couple. I mean, every year we've won a couple. So a little well, bit you frustrating. Three, you three but top fives this year. Yeah, I mean, we've been yeah, in the hunt. Top tens. Just haven't quite 
won it yet. And on the other end, this one's winning everything. I mean, in first place? I'm in first right yeah. now, yeah. And you know what's great? Your dad's in eighth place. Yeah. <laughs> She's smoking I'm him. Try to not rub that in, but no, it's 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 awesome. You know, he actually he's had a rough start to the season, so it's kind of nice to see him get things turned around. He was through quite a few crashes at the start of the year, so it's nice to see him get that car under control and uh, watching it run a little bit more consistently. So you're, I mean, you're running great. Your dad's in eighth. Your sister in, in Top Fuel is right. in first place. Um, she she won the championship last year. I'm not sure if she's in first right now. She's uh, I'm not it's sure. Not first. I think she's in eighth or ninth, right? I think she is in eighth. Yeah, but well, I meant last year she was in first. Yeah, place. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But exactly. no, we're we're leading right now, and uh, when we get to St. Louis, that's the second race in the countdown of the championship. So we're gonna have th- they reset the points um, right after Indy, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have to kind of really be Re- on it when we get it. to St. Louis and uh, at Gateway. Uh, tell me, it. tell me what's it like when one of these uh, funny cars blows up and you're inside. <laughs> I mean, it happens fast. So I mean, we go zero to a thousand feet just under four seconds at over three hundred and thirty miles an hour, and it's a, a ten thousand horsepower car. So yeah, when we drop a cylinder, it's equivalent to an entire NASCAR motor. Mm-hmm. So I mean, when it drops it, you've got to be pretty well in control of that car to to get it straightened out. And uh, yeah, I mean, when it explodes, you just Go straight into shutting the car down, shutting the fuel off, um, getting the hell getting out it, of there, getting it stopped and getting out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's so much different than a than an Indy car. Yeah, I mean one one is you know brute force, it's power, and the other is very much a finesse sport, you know, mm-hmm. and and more obviously endurance versus a sprint, you know. But they're both take a lot of a lot of skill, a lot of a lot of bravery in different ways, um, but they are. You know, comparing the two is is like apples and oranges. I mean, they're both racing, mm-hmm. but they're probably the furthest thing from yeah. each other yeah, that both, you could it's possibly both about get. Speed, but I mean, different ways of achieving that speed. But that's what's cool. You know, if you're a fan, you're thinking about coming out. I mean, I you know strongly suggest you come to both because they are very different oh, in what the, so what fun. it's all about. And so, um, you know, there's no reason not to not to see them not to see them both. And for for both events, it's a weekend of racing. So you it guys is, are yes. back for Fan Fest next Thursday over at Ballpark Village, which is fun. Meet some of the drivers. It's downtown St. Louis. I know you guys got never a bad time at Ballpark no, Village. No, never a bad time there. And then Friday, uh, they got the Cartplex open there at Gateway. Have you seen the Cartplex over there? Oh yeah, where they have the go karts. Yeah, I mean, inside, they, it's more yeah. than go karts. Yeah, drive the go karts and everything else. Yeah, and then Saturday, you know, you've got a full day's worth of all the the ladder series, which are like. You know, basically our equivalent of AAA baseball and so on to, to to make it on up to the top. You know, all those guys will be fighting it out. You've got the vintage Indy cars, which will be out there running around. As Courtney said, um, you know, for Indy car, it's 15 and under. Kids are free, which is unreal. Um, and Saturday too, I guess they've got cornhole tournaments and a well, whole bunch of stuff going we're, on. We're calling it uh, Rumble with Riz, uh, starting at three o'clock over there. So it's DJs, it's Bar Olympics, plus. Bar Olympics. <laughs> Plus, they give you a mug and all you could drink up until uh, up until race time. That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. So if the, if the stands are half empty, we're going to understand why because nobody paid it. <laughs> they spent too much oh, time with make, the race. I didn't say what you're going to fill that mug with. Right. Yeah, water for lemonade. hydration. Water, yeah, lemonade. of course. And, lemonade. And tab. <laughs> yes, that's it. And then for the NHRA come uh, September. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a whole weekend of, of racing as well. For sure. We race, uh, we have qualifying Friday and Saturday, two runs for each day. And then uh, we start eliminations at 11 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, so Gateway's a, a great place for us. Like 
like you said earlier, we won there before, so excited and to be back. Just think about this. A couple of years ago, that racetrack was going to be condos. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was going to be, they were going to tear it down and it was going to be condos. Curtis is a, well, obviously, you know, Chris Blair's done a great job over there. But Curtis, you know, the the track owner is, he's a special man, you know, I think to uh, to go out and do that. I think he took a lot of passion in what it was trying to save motorsports in the mm-hmm. city. Again, we talk about a sports town and motorsports is one of one of the, I, I think one of the key figures here in this in this town. And so, uh, you know, he, uh, he he pretty much saved it. I mean, from us, for an IndyCar standpoint, he's repaved the track. Mm-hmm. He's repaving pit lane. He's repaving pit in, pit out oh, yeah. for us. I mean, he's making an investment in the place that no other track would do this for us except for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And it's just, it's awesome. You know, I'm, I'm, I think everybody's extremely grateful for what's going on. But you have it all here. You got the NASCAR trucks and you have us. Then you've got NHRA. I mean, you've got a wide variety of stuff to come watch at that place. And yeah, to think what it could have been yeah. such a short period of time ago. I mean, it was destined to be torn down and condos put up. Yeah. I think it would have been cool if they put up some condos, but just and, kept doing it. And still it. had the right <laughs> cool, right? Normally those two things don't mix that well. That's the problem. Well, I guess the next step, I'm you know. I'm trying to watch Jeopardy! If we have another successful weekend, maybe the, the IndyCar finale will be... They've talked gateway. about it. Yeah, they've talked about it. I, I don't know what idea. the schedule is for yeah, next year, but idea. we'll see. It's a good idea. I'm just... I'm just saying, I think it's a good idea. I'm throwing it out there. Uh, Score and IndyCar race day experience, uh, courtesy of uh, your Gateway Honda dealer. Go to 1057thepoint.com, get tickets to the race, and your chance to have a pro take you in a two-seater around the track. Which, what pro? Is it going to be you? It's not me. Uh. But I can tell you, last year we had Petrangelo's good buddy of mine and Colton. I don't know how Colton fit in a two-seater, to be honest with you, because he's a beast. <laughs> yeah. But those guys went out, and uh, and, and uh, actually, uh, Tarasenko was there as well, and he went around, and they had a blast. So I think yeah. they're all coming back again. Oh, that's but awesome. It's a good experience, for that's sure. That's awesome. Well, all the details, Gateway, what's it, uh, gatewaymotorsports.com. I got to get the website right. What is it? Gatewaymsp.com. Thank you. Gatewaymsp.com. Get the IndyCar schedule. Get the NHL, the whole thing on there. Get tickets on there. The schedule of events. It's going to be two great racing weekends here in St. Louis next weekend, and then a couple weekends later in September. Uh, yes, sir. It's it's going to be awesome, and I, I really encourage you guys. If you've never seen a race, go to both events. Two vastly different styles, but I mean, just as fun. Or right, a guy has never been to him. Which one do you go to first? The one that comes first. The one. That comes first. <laughs> you know the one, what I'm saying. And the one in two weeks. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, they're, they're both. I, I, would, I, mean, I will say this. You know, there is no reason not to go to both from the standpoint that they are so different. If you were talking about us versus like NASCAR trucks, you know, it's both on the oval. Obviously, I'm biased, mm-hmm. you know, to the IndyCar stuff. But from our standpoint, they are so different, two different so types. unique that yeah. it's like it's, it's two different sites to see, you know, so it's definitely worthwhile. All right, gatewaymsp.com. Graham Rahal, Courtney Force, thank you guys very much. Thank you guys. And good luck uh, during the races. All right, we'll be back.
Pseudo Show. All right, before we get started, got to remind everybody that King Scott will be serving out his real or fake punishment on Friday, August the 24th, 2025. Over at Scarlet's Cabaret. <laughs> no, not this Friday, but next Friday. Scarlet's Cabaret in Washington Park, Illinois. Five o'clock. No cover charge if you mention the Riz Show. If you mention that you're there for the punishment. So 5 o'clock, August 24th, King Scott serves out his punishment at Scarlet's Cabaret. It is real. Yeah, it's getting close. And I still have not settled on what song I'm going to pick. It's very, very important to the evening and to his success. Because I just want to pick the right song. Thank you. I want it I want it to be mm, perfect. I just, I'm, I'm going back and forth on a couple. I, I just don't know. I mean, I could really get into the groove if it's Weird Al or something like that. Like, that's usually what I strip to. There's so many different gr- uh, great, you know, potential picks. I, I probably had 30. You got the perfect one. Yeah, I probably had 30, yeah, and then that one the, came you across. You got the right one. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot that could be more funny. There's some that could be torturous, some be hard to dance see, to. I, see, that's, that's my problem. I don't know which angle I'm going to go with. Right, but <laughs> once that one presented itself, I was like, well, that's the obvious angle I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean, do I go with the torture song? Do I go with, you know, a real serious? <laughs> well, it's easier to know what I'm going with to make your pick, right? Because then I got that side covered. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about this. I don't know if that'll so work, easy though. To I, walked, I walked in the office the other day. You were listening to the soundtrack to Schindler's List. I thought yeah. maybe that's oh. the one you were going to Oh, no. You could do like ween or something, so everybody's just like, so everybody's I don't want to clear the place out. <laughs> yeah, might as well torture everybody. <laughs> All right, let's make our pick. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I want to grab them. I want to shake them. I want to knock them. Here we are. Week number six in our competition. Sponsored by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right. So 1057thepoint.com slash cans. See what we got going this week. And here are the standings. Through week number five, King Scott, 10 points, last place. Oh. <laughs> you suck, man. man Jeff Burton, cool. last place, 10 points. Damn it. <laughs> Hey, I'm not far behind. 11 points. What are you, like one in front? One in front, yes. Uh, Moon, 13 points. Yeah. Patrico, two boob sweeps in a row. Back-to-back boob sweeps. And he is in the lead. Your sole king of cans with 15 points. Feeling good? Feeling confident? No. What do you think about this week? I think this week is very difficult. Mm. Yeah, this could be a swing week. Could be a swing week. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't really figure out which one to lock on. I think that was yeah. obviously your lock is your most important pick. Get you two points, you'd be right. Zero points, locked out regardless of your other picks, which would get you one point, real or fake. And uh, let's begin, shall we? 
Patrico, if you would, a description of photo number one. Photo number one, we've got a nice little lacy number. It's uh, purple, and the girls are on display. These are some huge boobs, and uh, this isn't a straight-up booby mugshot. It's kind of at an angle, Side. which makes it a little more difficult. Um, I believe we do see some tummy in there, too. And, uh, yeah, this is a fantastic shot. And, again, monster boobies here. Yeah, this is the angle like if she's sitting next to you on the bus. Like if you're sitting right, inside Jeff. of yeah. her. Yeah, that's <laughs> completely <laughs> ridiculously out, creepy. Yeah. Kind of creep a photo, right, My Jeff? fault she's wearing just a bra. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, that is the first thought that you have. That, that's so uh, It was funny. like one of eight. I, you know what? I, I think she, she did a little lifting to kind of make them a little bigger than what they really are. You know what I mean? Yeah, those yeah. things kinda don't have a lot of give, in, though. Kind of reached in and kind of moved them around. Mm -hmm. To give the illusion of, of bigger than what they are. This uh, looks I like will... a baby's ass. It what does. What in the hell? <laughs> are you are you you don't agree with that? You, you just ruined it for him. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. A baby's bottom. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, real for photo number one. Tony, you with me? Yeah, I went real. All right. Moon, you with me? I'm with you. Good real. for her. Burton. Why oh, you didn't ask me? Oh, real. King Scott. Unlike Burton, I went real. Okay. <laughs> All real for photo number one. Moving on to photo number two. Photo number two. This is a lovely lady who has a bikini on or a, a swimsuit on here. Um, she's got lovely jewelry that sits right in the cleave there. Uh -huh. uh, this is your... Uh, Stereotypical booby mug shot. However, she did do some frills in the photo she sent. There looks to be some filters. There's some shines. There's some, what do you got there? Little, Sparklies. Uh, what do you call that? Serrated edges on there? So, <laughs> is that, am I wrong? Look is at the bottom Instagram of the photo. Picture? It, it looks like it's some sort of Instagram photo. There's been some doctoring here. Not, no doctoring on the on the actual. On the boobs. I think it's a postage yeah. stamp, actually. It, that's kind of what it looks like. You are right. All right. I'd buy that. I'll, I'll take a book selling, of 10. If we're yeah. selling, I'd buy that. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? Photo number two, real or fake? Tough one, but I went uh, real. King Scott. I went real as well. I went real for photo number two. Moon? I went good for her. Real. Make sure you put some sunscreen on. She already looks tan. It looks very tan. The reason why you're saying that, right? Yep. Yeah. Let's not go any further. Yeah, she's she's uh, you know half hour away from being burnt. Tony, real. All right, real, all real for photo number two, and finally, finally photo number, photo three, number three. Here, I mean, this shirt does not fit her. I mean, this no, is, it doesn't. Those buttons are not can going even, to get across. If she wanted to close it up, can she? I don't think so. I think she did try, and then this happened, and then the photo was taken. <laughs> and she uh, went, oops. These ginormous boobies are jammed in this shirt, and again, like I said, the buttons, they're not even, they're in different zip codes. The buttons are so far apart on this shirt, but they, again, are massive, this massive is, boobs. This is, with what she's working with and the angle of this camera, it looks like they took it with a fisheye lens. I mean, it's just, woo. Yeah. Coming at you. I mean, these... Yeah, they are... Which makes it very hard to tell. She's got she's got shoulders that are four inches apart. And then, you know... Yeah, well, I don't even know what size that would be. F? I don't know. Yeah, if you ask me what, uh, Crazy what size photo. things are, I'm, I'm bad at that. I think those are size like neat. 
<laughs> Size awesome. Yes. All right, Tony, what do you think? Photo number uh, three, real or fake? I went real here. Man, I was going to step out on this one. I came real close but to it. With, with 11 points, I'm, I'm playing defense a little bit too, which you guys, one point behind me. Is this an instance if we were maybe next week or if we were closer to 21, you may step out? If I was ahead, I would have stepped out and oh, said fake, but right. I'm going real on these. It's a safe, it's the safe answer. Jeff, real. King Scott. Wow. Well, I uh, went fake. This is your time to make a move, though, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. this is a smart decision. No, this did not oh, work man. at all last time. So. Well, that's <laughs> I already failed. I'm behind now. About the past. <laughs> Remember the uh, the punishment is a week with Carl the mannequin, so including one dinner. Uh, <laughs> and we decided a, full full Carl. Full or? Carl. Okay. Somewhat of a punishment for me because this can be in in the house. Although it would be good because then I could tell you if he went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, Moon. Uh, sorry, Scott. You are on fake island. I went real. Great. Although uh, I just did it just to be safe because I I don't have a clue. This picture gives us nothing except mm -hmm. for that she has a large Agreed. bra. Yeah. That's it. This picture says nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but again, you can see how if you're in the lead, you maybe step out, take yeah. a little chance. Yeah, for sure. Take on, a chance. On one of these 50-50s. These. Good for you, buddy. No. And good for her <laughs> if I forgot to say that. Not, not a terrible pick, Scott. I'm, on, I'm honestly telling you. As a, a former past champion multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> and he has done stand-up, too. I don't know if you guys knew I that. I think the belt in my truck tells. No, it's in the office. Oh, great. And brought it in. It's in the office. All right, now time for the <laughs> locks, your most important pick, your most confident pick. Two points if you're right, zero points locked out if you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. And we start with King Scott, your lock of the week. Well, my lock is the second one, Unreal. Photo number two. Yes. Lock it up. Jeff Burton. You are locked. I was thinking about locking on the second one, but I locked on number two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not loving the fact that I locked in at number one. So I'm locked in at number one. Moon, you're locked. I went totally against the grain and locked in at number two. Okay. Oh, boy. Two. Oh, I don't like this. Honestly, you're, you're pronouncing I'm, two differently now. Too. I'm not loving this. Two. Two. Tony Patrico, your lock of the week. Well, Riz, I've locked in number two real. Oh, no. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This can't be good. Okay. I am alone on Lock Island, and I think that's worse than being on Fake Island. <laughs> being on Lock Island is a very bad place to be. <laughs> yes. Like, I've spelled out SOS in rocks. <laughs> like, I'm making a signal fire. Could be very beneficial for you, though. Or could be very bad. You could be at home in your living room by yourself while all of us are on an island called Lockout Island. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, we'll all find out together on Friday who's right, who's wrong, who's locked out. Maybe nobody's locked out. I don't know, but make your picks at 1057thepoint.com slash cans. And again, results on Friday. 
You know, also on Friday, I don't want to say who yet, but we will have our first in-studio band. Like, we'll have a band come by on Friday, play some tunes. I can't believe we got Tom Petty in the heart. Wow. What? Not around, and that's too soon. What a jerk, huh? <laughs> and that hurts. <laughs> Stretch, folks. Don't have uh, much time left. Just a couple of uh, quick stories for you. You know the stuff that is really important. Food news. Yeah. Just the stuff that really matters. Food news. Uh, McDonald's has started testing a new French toast McGriddle at over 200 locations in Minnesota. So instead of, you know, like the regular McGriddles, like the mini pancake buns, mm-hmm. uh, it's two pieces of French toast. I don't see that why that would be bad. And Looks if it's good. popular, it's going to start selling nationwide. I bet you that's popular. Now, Depending uh, on how they do their French toast. Unlike yes. the, yeah. Yes, yes, Do you like yes. yours a little crispy? I, I like mine hmm, thick and moist. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't like look, it too moist. It doesn't I rather look too it be, crispy. It looks like Jeff style. I'd rather it be melt yeah. in my mouth yeah. than crispy really? at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it almost like a Texas toast thickness, right? Yeah, but like- Almost I'm, custardy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. See that I, yeah. crispy like French toast, tapioca. Like, like if you if you if I go to like that's why I don't get it at like a Denny's or a restaurant because when it comes it's crunchy and I don't want that. Yeah, I'm not saying fully crunchy, just like some kind of nooks and crannies that are kind of maybe oh, edges mm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, good. I like See, that. I want the powdered like sugar on it that makes it like almost like a cream consistency. That's See, I don't love do powder. So if I get pancakes or French toast, I don't love it. You know, with the chocolate or the whipped cream, I. Just give me syrup. Just give me syrup. I'm 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 syrup with a little bit of powdered sugar. See, now, unlike the normal McGriddle, you know, which comes with one type of meat, the uh, the French toast version has bacon and sausage, plus eggs, plus cheese. And they're using the circular egg they put on McMuffins, not the folded over scrambled egg kind. I like the circular. I like the circular, too, with the white and the yolk. I like that. Now, they've been selling the original McGriddle since when? Oh, three. You are right. Look at this guy. <laughs> that was a complete guess. Seriously, are you proud of that? Yes. No, that was a complete guess. I just knew it was when I was in high school. Yeah, the, the original McGriddle came out in 03, and this would be the first major update in 15 years. So at this pace, think about it. We should expect the McGriddle with waffle buns around the year 2033. <laughs> and we'll be waiting. <laughs> and how, how about that sandwich that I showed you earlier today? Yeah, what was that? That was from our buddies over at Shamrocks. They were uh, they were testing in their kitchen yesterday some stuff that they're going to sell during football, like, you know, during the football season. And it was uh, the bun was two waffles, fried chicken, bacon, cheddar cheese with syrup on top of it. Wow. By the way, after the show today, I'm going downstairs to Potbelly, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm going to make a Riz sandwich that uh, I believe they're going to sell. You better have pickles on it. 
What? I got an idea. I don't know. I'm just craving pickles right now. Okay. I got an Are idea. Pregnant? Are you late? <laughs> pickles and ice cream. <laughs> I got an idea that I think will work. I got to go to the lab, you know? Sure. I got to go down to the to the food lab. Um, I always just, uh, you know, I got a text yesterday saying, hey, make sure you wear uh, closed-toed shoes. And I said, listen. <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to do it. Dear person who's never met me before. <laughs> you need to do an opposite sandwich. Meat on the outside, bread in the middle. What's up? Let's get weird. Let's get weird, guys. I said, unless I'm on a beach... This is an unnecessary text. <laughs> Dear new employee. That that's untrue. I was that at my house. I, there was a slip and slide in the backyard. That's basically a beach. I will never forget. I saw your tootsies. I will never forget. Because I had a slip and slide in the backyard and I there was water. I can bring a bucket of water in here. I had a slip and slide. Where you get your toes out. I mean, if there's a chance my feet are gonna get wet, maybe. <laughs> Ridiculous. Why are you wearing flip flops? <laughs> there was a chance my feet would get wet. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, back to McDonald's for a second. Apparently, 89 cent burgers and dollar sodas really add up over a half a century. McDonald's is holding a new contest right now where somebody will win a McGold card that gets them free food for life. If you win, you get two free meals a week for the next 50 years. And they say the value of that is $36,400 or $7 a meal. And you can enter the contest once a day by ordering food with their mobile app. And it's going, I forget the end date on this, but they're going to pick one winner. And this is legit. It's the, uh, it's the McGold card. For millennia, tales of ancient secrets have captivated mankind. The lost city of gold. The treasure of Montezuma. The McGold card. Granting free McDonald's for life. life. The McGold card isn't some bedtime story. It's real. Like aliens. <laughs> One fortunate soul will win a lifetime of free McDonald's by placing a mobile order. But where does this craveable story really begin? From antiquity through modern day. Only the most luminary individuals hold the card and the truth. That's real. So what was it? It was, a, it was two meals a week for 50 two years? Two free meals a week for 50 years. So if that's for you, order on their mobile app and get yourself qualified for the McGold card. Transferable? I did not say transferable. Not transferable. I, I didn't say anything about transferring anything. If you die... Yeah, I mean this is willable. They say the uh, the value is thirty six thousand four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's willable. I wonder. I got Dad's sure car, the- but yeah, I got the gold car. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's in the fine print somewhere. for tuning in. That's about it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango. Boy, we had a interesting debate at the top of the show in the uh, 6 o'clock hour. Yes, we did. Just to uh, start us off. I wish Donnie was in here now. I'd love to ask him the question. I can run and grab him while you're talking yeah, about you're it. Fine. 
He's a nice person. You know, we I'm know his answer. Fast. I'm super fast. All right, let's say there is a cat and a blender. I mean, there's the right, fun. Let's say there's a kitten and a blender. Thank you. Big difference. Kitten, blender, lid is on. All you got to do is press blend. Would you press blend for a million dollars? Guaranteed tax free. Guaranteed one million dollars. Would you press blend? We got a poll up there on the uh, Twitter page That's at R I Z Z Show. So uh, check that out. Weigh in if you would. We'll have the uh, results. Oh, we have the results right now. If you want to know like where it's trending, mm. or will that sway the vote? I mean, it's wow. four. It's four hours of, of of voting. Hundreds and hundreds of votes already. Mm. We don't want to let the cat out of the ooh ah uh, blender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is it? Okay, hundreds and hundreds of votes right now. It's going to be obviously up for another 20 hours or so. But right now, here's the question. If guaranteed $1 million, would you blend a kitten? There is, yep, show me the money. And there's, nope, ain't got it in me. With 59%. Ooh, close. Uh, nope, ain't got it in me. Close, but that could change. Meaning I'm mm -hmm. looking at 41% of people saying, yep, show me the money. That are monsters. You're monsters. Well, when all the uh, degenerates get up at noon and they see the poll, maybe it's going to go another way. Pretty wild. See how, see how we got there on the podcast, by the way. And uh, up on the blog, we got a man flying into, uh, he flew a plane into his own home after a fight with his wife. A woman grabbed a guy's decorative sword and robbed him with it and a whole bunch of other stuff up there, including the picks. The real or yes. fake cans are up. 1057thepoint.com slash, come on, man, do I got to say this again? Nope. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. All right, events to tell you about. Uh, Moon, Jeff, Hot Shots, Wentzville, Friday, starting at 9 o'clock. It's another Miss Hot Shots competition. Great location. Great contest. You want to be a judge, get their early food and drink specials. Uh, what else we got? Purple Stride with Team Riz on September 23rd in Forest Park. Sign up. 1057thepoint.com slash Purple Stride. And then uh, August 24th, it's King Scott's Punishment at Scarlet's Cabaret, 5 o'clock, Washington Park, Illinois. No cover. If you mention the race show, if you say, hey, I'm here for King Scott's Punishment, it's Tank Top Tuesday. The Riz show tank tops available until Friday at the Point website merch store at 1057thepoint.com. What else? I got one more thing if you're done. You think you're done? Yes. All right. Best friend to me, best friend to the show, and to all of St. Louis, Free Beer Dave is celebrating his 40th birthday well, today. Happy birthday. Oh, today, huh? That's right, today. I didn't get him anything. Yeah, you did. Your friendship and loyalty and oh, love. okay. Happy birthday, for your, uh, Free Beer Dave. Uh, Patrico, video of the day. Video theme is Scenes Like a Movie, and this was uh, yesterday's, but we're going to leave it up there. This is some crazy-ass dirt, like, dust storm coming in through, I think it's in Asia. It is Straight out of a movie. It's insane. You can see it right now, 1057thepoint.com slash, there it is. You know, there was one in Vegas, I think, earlier, either either last week or, or maybe over the weekend. Wait, wait do you see, the, the video for tomorrow is going to be awesome, too. It was a, it's, a, it's a shelf cloud that'll blow wow. your mind. Wow. All right, Donnie is next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Sean Thomas one more time. Thank you, Sean. Sean. Wants to hear this song? Remember this, oh, wow. Remember this song? Oh, nice. Remember uh, this band? Uh -huh. Two first These guys over here. Too. All right, see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.